Well, I'm sure we won't be talking about Splatoon 3 anymore in this episode of the podcast, even though none of that made it in there. I promise I won't be bringing it up in the next like 15 or 20 minutes again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, Palom Palm does look like uh, an area in uh, Splatoon. You could probably I, I, look. Hold on, wait. I gotta pull out my. I'm gonna pull out my notes. I'm gonna pull out my notes. You can leave this part in the <laughs> in the podcast because it's funny. But where's my notes? Where's my notes? Okay, here we go. Can I zoom into my notes? Uh, <laughs> I can. I I like how you uh you zoomed in on it and it just said Splatsville and then like the next line it just says for family. So I'm just thinking of like <laughs> all the Vin Diesel guys like just standing there for family, but they're all squids. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, of course, if you're listening, if you've made it this far, I guess it's only been like a minute or whatever since we cut out the 20 minutes <laughs> we were talking about Splatoon. This is, of course, the Anarchy Splatcast. We are Deep Cut. <laughs> I am Fry. With me, as always, is Shiver and Big Man, our I, producer. <laughs> I want to be Big Man, but Alex is like a foot taller than me, so <laughs> I got an option there. I got to be Fry because I am Team Grub. I get, to, I get to be Shiver because I'm the least gender of the... Uh... The least gender, but the one that everyone is the most horny for. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, although, maybe big man. That's true, that's true. I mean, there's there's no shortage of people being extremely All three of them are Splatoon fantastic. 3, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're not... Uh, begrudgingly, we're not talking about Splatoon 3. We are talking about Final Fantasy 13, which is also a video <laughs> game that we very much enjoy. This is the Every FNFF Podcast. I am Carl Germ. I'm Curtis. I'm still big man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> one more, one more quick Splatoon thing. I'm sorry. There's a post <laughs> that I saw in Splatoon that I think about every day since seeing it, and it's just like someone being hugged by a big man and says, "Hey, hey, shut up." I, I, I'm big man. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so shout did out I, to whoever uh, posted that. That's did I good. send you the one, the comic of Fry and Shiver yelling at big man and they're like, say fuck big man. Yeah, big man. You have to say it. Say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to be doing a little splatting of our own this week in Palum Polum. Indeed. But uh, where we left off, uh, things were getting a little tense, if we remember correctly. Snow just couldn't <laughs> stop saying the dumbest shit in the world, but more so than King. usual, because he was saying it to the person who actively has a weapon that is trying to stab him. King. King behavior. <laughs> yeah, it was a very old Macbeth moment with uh, the knife behind his back, uh -huh. mm. the life of the snow. It's, uh, in the data logs, they've actually updated the name of the survival knife to uh, Chekhov's knife. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're coming up to the third act where that's going to make another right. appearance, I think. Oh yeah, the other fallacy we didn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Snow gets a call on his lipstick. He does. Oh I, my okay, God, can dude. we talk about cell phones in this game? They're great. Uh, it looks like something definitely from the thousands, but it it kind of reminds me of the like Men in Black memory eraser. Yeah. Oh yeah, the neuralizer or whatever. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's a lot what it looks like. It's like that, but it's basically just two of those with a hinge on it. It's great. so good. It's it's so dumb, and I want it so bad. <laughs> we see later that it literally just looks like. I mean. It looks like just like two metal pieces on a hinge, but later, um, I think in a later scene in this chapter, it actually has like a hologram screen that comes out if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Another interesting thing is, um, th so the save points, the consoles, like when they open up, like a little holographic screen comes out from the side of it. And 
Every, of like the Pokédex. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like a, yeah, it's a Pokédex like oh, um, OS of sorts. <laughs> yeah. And every time I look at it, there's like a start bar. Like a, uh, and I always am looking at the icons. I'm like, I want a high resolution version of this so I can see what these icons yeah, are. Yeah. Like, yeah. How cool would it be? I want high resolution everything in this game because there's True. so much like cool branding and stuff that just got crunched when they had to compress everything. I would, yeah. I would really love it if it was like the icons for like, uh, like Lenora's Garage or Up in Arms or oh, something. Oh, sure. Yeah. What, what's the new one that we just? got creature creations creature mm-hmm. comforts isn't it creature comforts yeah. yeah have you guys went to that yet i have i have the startup screen for it is so good like the, is the it logo the, yeah is with the animal is it the one with the animals like chirping and shit it's it's like no? it's like a spooky kind of halloween looking one like oh, okay, the background okay. is like purple with like a spooky tree i think and like <laughs> the logo kind of looks like uh the flying spaghetti monster <laughs> speaking of more ancient fucking yeah, God. uh like bullshit from back in the day um but the noises that it makes is really goofy it's like boink boink like it's so oh yeah i didn't know that sound <laughs> that you're talking about yeah real good yeah this um, one says if it bleeds you can kill it if you can kill it we most likely carry it <laughs> freshly harvested scientific specimens bush meat and organic materials we can't wait for nature to take its course set course for creature comforts Hell yeah, I, I love the idea of just buying online some animal carcasses. <laughs> I mean, people do that. Well, that's what the caveman used to do. Listen, if you need <laughs> animal, online. if you need some animal carcasses ethically sourced, uh, an old bandmate of mine uh, works on a ranch in Montana and uh, has a very lucrative uh, beef and like lamb selling uh, business. Cool. So I'll check out. My- Big Sky Caroline. She <laughs> introduced an Emmy once, very weirdly. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, she can help me. Yeah, power up my guns. Yeah, I was going to say, you can make your guns stronger. Um, but Snow gets his call, and he's like very nonchalantly like, hey, look, they're still like in the sewers or whatever, like in the underbelly of uh, Palampolum creeping around. Yeah. I uh, was like, hey, it's me. What's up? I like the cool flick that he does to open it. I feel like if anyone had a razor back in the day, they learned how to do a cool flick. Yeah. Like I would always flick it to close it and stuff to hang up. But it fangs on the other end and just like just chewing him out. For a yeah, because tears into I guess him. he's been on. Uh, well, it's only been like ten minutes. And yeah, actually, yeah, she's like, "Why haven't you called in?" And he's only been gone for a matter. Yeah, of they moments. they ran off together. I I also <laughs> want to put a pin in that for later. Um, so, okay. Well, about it being ten minutes and people overreacting. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I just love like he. It's very comical too in the way that Fang and Snow's interaction is because he has the the cell phone up to his ear and she says like you know damn well what's up and he like pulls it away because she's just screaming into his yeah. ear. It's real good. <laughs> She, uh, the, he says, Snow says, yeah, sorry, it slipped my mind. And she's like, all right, well, what's your status? Like, or does she say status? Status, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love his, res- I love the, the back and forth where he's like, oh, I'm great. Yeah, Hope's great too. And she goes, <laughs> yeah, I'm great, Hope- you're great, everybody's great. <laughs> Hope's like shaking the knife, ready to kill him. And he's just like, yeah, Hope's great. We're best friends now. It's awesome. We're having a great time, yeah. dude. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love, yeah. I love, I love, like Fang's just like, I'm great, you're great, everybody's great. All right. <laughs> yeah. Really uh, I, I love her just. Yeah, just super sassy, like just condescending tone she does to everyone. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't just like eye roll at Snow. She just fucking flings it right back at him. Yeah, yeah. she hands the the phone to Lightning, and Lightning's like, "Hey, Snow," and, and uh, Snow's like, "Oh, what's up, sis?" And she just goes, "I'm not your sister." Yeah, <laughs> like, I want to note that um in the Japanese script she he doesn't say sis, but he does say sister in law. 
So I think it's oh, really? of, it's more to be more specific. Yeah, which I think uh, he's like, oh, you aren't married yet. I so think it's funnier this way. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but yeah, just calling him is much funnier yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, when Fang when Fang is handing this extremely weird cell phone to Lightning, she's like, oh, you know, like we got to set up a rendezvous point and all of that. But she says, like, Lightning looks a little apprehensive to take the phone, and Fang puts all of her fears to rest by saying, "Don't sweat it. That line's hyper encrypted." Which, oh yeah, as I wrote an that IT down professional, too. Hyper encryption is a thing that absolutely. Absolutely, definitely exists. <laughs> hey, it exists at Cocoon. That's why. That's why they're so efficient. <laughs> that good old pulse, uh, pulse tech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But we uh, but we get a cutaway to uh, uh, some troops assembling and Roche's uh, addressing them all. Yeah. What was Roche's first name again? Yarg. Yog. Yog. Yarg. Yog. Yarg. <laughs> but yeah, one of the GC soldiers. What's GC stand for again? Grant Guardian Corps. Guardian Corps. This city's under our jurisdiction. We're the ones defending it. We should have a say in what's done to protect it. Attention all units. Ignore all fire zone restrictions. Fire at will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. on he's on his like little Bluetooth eye, like AirPod or whatever, like kind of speaking to his troops, right? Because he's in charge of Psycom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just tells them like it doesn't matter about any of the restrictions. You can fire in civilian areas. Like, even if you hit civilians, whatever, fuck it, it's fine. Whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it takes to kill uh, the Lassie, you know, like, all options are on the table type shit. You know, very, very dire. Uh, the Guardian Corps, understandably, are not down with that. They have no choice. Like, he's pulling rank on them, but they're, you know, saying, like... They're definitely more vocal you want than to... I'd expect from... Uh cops but. it makes sense <laughs> yeah. though given like all the rivalry that we heard about between psycom and guardian core and guardian core like in their name like you know i mean it's a fantasy world so of course we can put a little more stake into what mottos say or what their names are this is lightning yeah. like party right mm-hmm. she would be one of these guys their, their their goal their ex- mission is to be guardians of the civilians and stuff so they're like we can't just open fire on civilians that's like against what we're supposed to be doing and, and he's like i don't give a shit we gotta do whatever it takes he, he very really he's like he's like look the citizens are the ones who are asking us to get rid of the lassie menace like yeah you can fire on them and as long as you hit the lassie like they won't care they'll still thank you for it like they're the ones who want this yeah. so just do it yeah, and and one of the one of the Guardian Corps soldiers are like, dude, civilians are still evacuating. Like the collateral we're talking about is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and he pulls a gun on him, or he pulls a sword. He pulls a sword <laughs> on that guy <laughs> too. So he's like threatening the the uh, the soldiers to to go do their job, right? He's got a yeah. katana. No, it's not a katana. It's like more of kind of a, a, like a, saber. a saber. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Really living up to his name, uh, Yarg, with that pirate sword. <laughs> 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 um, but exactly, like, we're, we're, yeah, like we're doing them a favor, kind of attitude. He yeah. seems very like at all costs for the greater yeah. good type of energy. But we uh, we cut away back to Lightning and Fang on the phone, right? And they are discussing with Snow uh, what their plan is, and their plan is to meet at Hope's house, right? The the Estime home, I guess. Yeah, yes. Estime is like yeah, residence. Uh, yeah. Felix Heights, thirty five A, seven forty two Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, it was like right. See you there. Tell Fang hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Lightning does like a little like just kind of like gesture at the phone as of yeah. like it almost looks like she's just like wanking off, but like Yeah. <laughs> and uh and then I like that uh like lightning kind of like steps away on the phone for a minute, right? She like turns her back to Fang a little bit and kind of whispers into the phone and is like, 
Snow, I need to tell you something. Like, by the way, that kid that you have, he's not your best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so she tries to warn but, Snow. Wait, we, we skipped over something very oh, important that Snow says to Lightning. He says, like, yeah, when we meet up, I can tell you more about Sarah. We, I found out she can turn back. Oh, yeah, that's important. So, right? you know, that's uh, a little important, you know, his, <laughs> his whole thing. <laughs> we can change her. Yeah, he <laughs> says there's there's still hope, and then Lightning's like, Snow, listen to me. It's about hope. His mother was, and then like we start Hope's getting some interference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it goes yeah. right to hope. Hand, yeah, I guess Snow handed the phone to hope. Oh yeah. Lightning's probably like, it's important. It's about hope. And Snow's like, uh, she said she wanted to talk to you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just only hears like one word out of every like five. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but then we start getting interference because we do hear uh, Hope say, like, Lightning, it's me. I decided to, and like, I have to, operation, and then yeah. at that point, they're just gone. And she's like yelling. She's like, Hope, Hope. We like, Jundle. He says, I'm sorry. It. So I'm guessing that he's like saying, like, I'm going to. I'm going to splat this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to like complete Operation Nora. I'm sorry. Yeah. Basically, is probably what it says. Yeah, and and lightning is obviously like yelling at it. Yeah, and she's like oh, hope, 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 screaming into it, and Van goes yelling doesn't fix it. I love like, it. <laughs> real IT person energy. Um, I love that so much. Yeah, you can chit chat when we get there. Um, I, I've got point. You fall behind and see if you can't cool off that head of yours. Nice. <laughs> Did you Which notice means... what the uh, the chapter is called? By the way. Oh, I. Did uh, something about interference, right? It's named. It's called interference, and I was uh, like, oh, "That's so good. That's real good." Um, yeah, but uh, true to her word, Fang has taken point, which means that we are in cr control of Fang. She's in our we party, are. and we get to use her for the first first time. I think you had mentioned this in a previous episode, Curtis. But going from four ATB to three <laughs> is definitely takes. An <laughs> yeah, it was like Fang. Come on, three ATB yeah. bars. Goodness. And so she's supposed to be kind of a dragoon type class because she has like the giant like spear thing going on. She has like a yeah. big spear, yeah. I, her, her spear, her staff, whatever it is, I love the design of it because it looks like a red, I think they're called ripsticks. They're like <laughs> the, the two-wheeled skateboards that like you have to oh, like yeah. alternate oh, yeah. back and forth to like surf on the street. Like it just looks like a really long version of that. And it's, <laughs> it's very cool looking. Also, when you use it in battle, it makes the most hilarious like slapstick ass noises i was fucking cracking up <laughs> like if we could i don't know if we can put some of them in but like it's it's so goddamn funny have you guys heard it What's I, I didn't one? notice. I didn't notice. When when you attack with her, it just makes the the wackiest noises. It's, really, it's, <laughs> it's very like it takes you out of it because it just sounds like a like a a, a cheesy old martial arts movie or something. It's <laughs> it, it's incredible. It's so good. That's awesome. I like how you mentioned that she's like the dragoon type. So mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm trying to think of other ones. So like Snow would probably be like the monk, you know, the fighter type because mm. he uses his fists. Uh, I guess Vanille would kind of be like the white mage. But I figured out this. Uh, this episode, what parallel to older Final Fantasy games Hope has, and what his class is. Mm. He is the Tonberry class. <laughs> because he is very slowly walking up to his target with a knife ready to deal a critical hit. <laughs> oh, hold on. I wanted to look up the names of the roles in Final Fantasy 13 are different in Japan. Mm. Yeah, in Japan, uh, uh, Commando is called Attacker. The Ravager mm -hmm. is called a Blaster. <laughs> the Sentinel is called a Defender. The Saboteur is called a Jammer. 
Jammer and a blaster. Let's go, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dream team. Uh, Synergist is an enhancer, which makes sense. They kind of. I feel like yeah. they march clearly, like represent what they do. Yeah. Yeah, more of like a literal type of like thing. Like a jammer debuffs and an enhancer buffs. I'm yeah. guessing. Um, and then a healer instead of a medic. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Love it. Cool. So um, the uh, the roles that um, Fang have are commando, sentinel, and saboteur right now. Mm-hmm. I love that she is like ultra aggressive. Like yeah. no, it's like well, I guess like there's sentinel is like an assistance one. But um, I guess if she's supposed to be opposite of Vanille, that would make sense because she's kind of the more Vanille's yeah. kind of more of a supportive role. Yeah, that's true. And Fang would be the kind of more uh, headstrong, kind of charging in. But yeah, we can we can set up some paradigms, and we can set up one that we may not have seen at this point. Um, hmm. We can do um, two commandos, which is called double trouble, which I yeah love. <laughs> yeah. So we, nice. I I did not have a double commando. I didn't set one up actually. I, I was doing. That. I mean, it, it kind of doesn't really make sense, maybe, because I feel like you could kind of do uh, more stuff with like Ravager. Uh, and since lightning's commando an interesting dynamic that i learned from zwanzig is if you have a uh, double trouble your team will focus on separate targets oh, so interesting. i was trying to you know build up chain on on an enemy that i wanted to focus on more and i was like oh lightning's over there fighting this other thing i maybe i should aim for that one and try to but i think lightning <laughs> will just always alternate to the other one because the lightning, double commando, damn it. <laughs> you know, it, it's more of like a strategic thing which kind of makes sense but if you go into like ravager commando slash and burn then you can kind of hone in on just one okay. target but it, very interesting a really really fun um controlling uh fang yeah it, it's also kind of neat that uh, at this section or for like the rest of the next two chapters fang only has one saboteur skill she only has slow and so mm. which i thought was very mm-hmm. interesting because like that's a whole third of her abilities and i was like well if I if I was a all intelligent game designer, I would make that a pivotal part of the sections where you play as Fang, right? And yeah. the enemies that you fight as like Fang are fast as hell, so mm-hmm. like and slow you, helps a lot. And if you do the scan, it does say that they are susceptible to slow. Yeah, I, yeah. I this think, area, I think we're fighting a lot of uh, a lot of the core and a bunch of tilters occasionally. The tilters yeah. in this, because like when when they're like oh, and some of those those cycles, I'm not sure if we fight any. We do this section. <gasps> I also yeah. wrote it down. Did you see? I I thought that the the subtype or the yeah the subtype for the velocycles were just called velocycles, but they are not. <laughs> I looked up what the name of it is. They're cognospeeders. Yeah, <laughs> that means they're like cognitive, as in they like have. They have brains. I wonder. They have sentience. Yeah. They can feel. They, all, they have hopes and dreams. <laughs> all Velocicles are Cognospeeders, but not all Cognospeeders are Velocicles. <laughs> Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> That's the soul that uh, Godot was talking about. Yeah, yeah. It, was a literal, yeah. it was a literal soul. Oh my god, dude. Um, I, I immediately went to the uh, Crystarium and leveled up Fang a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got Sloga pretty quickly, and the way that that works, I think it takes all three of your ATB charges, but it will cast on all of your enemies. Um, yeah, it has the cool. same It has the same uh, success rate as slow. So when you cast in this game, obviously, if you're trying to, you know, typically in Final Fantasy games, if you have three charges or something, you would fa- face it on different enemies. But in this one, you can only face one enemy, so you cast slow, like, three times on an enemy or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
that wouldn't really make sense if it always hit. So there's a percentage chance that it won't get there. So the give and take with Sloga is that it will cover more areas, but you're not guaranteed to get slow on any of the enemies. So if you have a lot of enemies that you're trying to get, it might work out that way. But in this section, it kind of doesn't really work out for the most part because you can kind of just, you know, throw three slow and almost guarantee that you'll get the uh, the status yeah. that you want. And, and like there's the Orions are it's useful mm -hmm. on because like when they get to low HP and, and these are the um, uh, the what are tilter they enemies. Yeah. yeah. They have like laser fingers and yeah. <laughs> when when they're in low health, they'll start using like an electric attack, and they can use it very quickly. Like they use it and then again and then again and then again, and they can just like take again you down very, very quick. And again, again and, and again, again and again and again. <laughs> but uh, slow really helps for like kind of tempering that when you get them down to low. Health. It's also super fun when uh, because both. I think Fang and Lightning can learn launch at this time. So yes. Just, yes. Just yes, 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 yes. up on a tilter, just like juggling him back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Fang can also learn Blitz, which I was using, ah. but I'm only used to, you know, Saz and um, Lightning's Blitz. And I did not actually figure out like where I need the enemies to be to get the Blitz to be effective. And I just kept using it and being like, oh, that only hit one. Why? And then I was like, oh, right. I don't. I don't have I enough see, information here to use it, so I meant to look that up, and then I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, she does kind of a, a spin attack, but like she kind of stabs and then does a twirl instead of just like a, a, a link twirl. I see. I'm not sure how how much that affects like the actual like area. Yeah, I feel like I wasn't able to get it. But to work. it may not it might not reach as far as like lightnings. That definitely seemed like the case because yeah. she kind of holds it by the middle and not by the end of it. Uh, yeah, there's really not much of a section here, too. Like, the section's pretty short, and it's mostly just, like, an alleyway or two, right? Like, we're not, like, seeing... Um, we're in that gray space, as you mentioned. Yeah, we're, I think, I think space, um, baby. the area, like, the title card actually says, like, the back alleys of Palumpolum. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, like, um, we mm. can see balconies over kind of, like, the area. Because Palumpolum is very tiered, it seems. Like, it's in a like built into a valley or uh, on the hillside near, like, a water body yeah. i'm not sure if we established it was like near a bay or something but it reminds yeah. me a lot of being on like a very nice college campus like the way that they'll be very that's what i thought when we arrived when we yeah. popped out in the elevator like oh yeah this looks like where like a school assembly would be like or, yeah or, we're, we're in graduations held here right <laughs> yeah, near yeah carbuncle um but we, yeah we do come around a corner and we get another little cutscene as they kind of uh you know scoping out the area right right Either way, she's scoping ahead, but then uh, Lightning takes a moment to kind of uh, admire her... Um, her brand. Her ink. Her fucked up looking brand, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so as we mentioned before, it almost looks like the the brand that Fang has is like bleached. It's very like white and... Uh, it's kind of bursting like yeah, ghostly. Yeah. I said um, it looked like dried toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, Lightning looks at that and just says like, who are you? Um yeah, and Fang's like, well, where do I start? <laughs> yeah. And I like that she says, I've got a few screws loose, but I'm a lessee, same as you. Difference being, I wasn't born on Cocoon. <gasps> so she reveals she's from Grand Pulse. Yeah. Oh my gosh, an actual Pulse lessee. Yeah. The world below you all hate so much. My partner and I turned a crystal there and gone to sleep, but when we came around here, we were. So... They had completed their focus already. Yeah, they seems. already completed their focus. And then we she, put their uh, back. <laughs> she drops the, uh, the, the big information we've been looking for the whole game. The ones that's shocking. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll and never she's... guess who her partner is. <laughs> right. 
But um, she she tells us the reason Cocoon is in such an uproar is the same reason you're here here now, because Vanille and I woke up, and then like yeah. you're like, oh, that's the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Ooh, what a what what a what a dump. <laughs> I know. So now we learned what Vanille's deal is. Yeah, as as she says that, um, it, it, the camera tilts up and we see more of those uh, those like ships or the, those you know speeders or whatever flying off towards <laughs> something cycles. else. Yeah, the cognoscycles or whatever. <laughs> so you know, more so- soldiers being mobilized. Right. Yeah, but this like really explains like knowing confirming that like Vanille and Fang are from Pulse that like. All their behaviors, like our Vanille's behavior in the beginning of the game, because I was just kind of rewatching, like, oh, like, A, she doesn't know who, like, the Primarch is. She probably right. doesn't know what a, how, what a gun is because she's like, just give me that. Like, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Like, all these weird things about her that make her Or, so like, asking, how, hey, do you know how to fly this? Not because, like, it's a special thing, but, like, it could just be something that she's, like, not familiar with or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, and, it and, and the the whole bit about, oh, did you fall asleep in history class or something? If what Fang said is true and they were in crystal stasis, we don't know how long that crystal stasis lasts. Well, so we she kind might of have do. Liter- well, she might have literally been sleeping through what then became the history that uh so when she was like something like that, like it it doesn't happen she in missed, this scene. She missed a lot of this stuff, it seems like. She's yeah. like, she's missing a lot of content. Also, like just all the times that she's like probing, like kind of under the radar like hey like everyone must really hate pulse right like yeah yeah why of- does everybody hate let so much like why are you why do you hate pulse so much and she's like offended by it and it makes sense because like she's from she's pulse. like really confused she always seemed really confused and now we can tell like heartbroken because of just how much everyone just despises yeah right? imagine waking up from, from something and finding out everyone fucking hates you and is mad at you and you're like <laughs> oh, what did i do i've been sleeping i'd go well, back to bed so i was gonna yeah. say we actually do get um not it's not during this scene it's actually during a later one but we'll get to it <laughs> Today, so I'm, I don't feel too bad about saying it now, but Fang and Vanille's um, data logs update, and it says that they were asleep in Crystal Stasis for hundreds of years. Uh, I figured as much. Yeah, um, literal no, centuries. I kept checking the data logs to see if Fang's would get updated, at, but as far as I got, um, it still just called her the mystery woman or whatever, oh, okay, mysterious okay. woman, and I was like, hmm, wonder who this you. is. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's actually said her name out loud yet. Oh, yeah. yeah I I guess, oh, no, wait, no, but Snow said, hey, tell, tell Fang I said, hey. I, yeah. I guess that's the first time they mentioned it. Speaking of Snow, um, after seeing one of those speeders go by, we actually see, from like Snow's perspective, another one fly overhead, or maybe it's the same one. This is all kind of happening simultaneously in two yeah. separate parts of Palampolum. And Hope and Snow kind of take cover and take a look at what's going on. And there's a lot of civilians that are just... Just standing <laughs> around. Yeah. and um, Or actually, they're not... Actually, now that I look at it, they're not standing around. They're being, they're being led marched. by guards. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're getting corralled. And different, not just, um, like, it looks like not just Guardian Corps, uh, different um, uniforms. So probably both SICOM and uh, Guardian Corps are... Yeah, I think Guardian Corps is always in yellow and the... Psycom always has just like the, the gray. everything. They're yeah. the more darker looking ones. Yeah, but Snow says that, you know, uh, the, the Sanctum follows Falsi orders. It's not just after Lassie. They'll target civilians and purge everyone who's a threat. And Hope says, and more innocents get killed. So Snow says, you can't take the blame for that. 
which you know kind of start getting tense like uh, <laughs> like oh you can't take the blame for when someone innocent gets also, like, killed this is when yeah. hope really starts just like really like snip snipping back just everything he says just like yeah because he very does passive aggressively just like anytime someone's pissed off at you but like we'll just make these little side comments just like, and, and he does here right it's and it makes like, sense because like someone has to take the blame snow, snow yeah, he's really like, dismissive of it to. Yeah, yeah, Snow is really dismissive of it. He he doesn't just say like, "Oh, you can't take the blame for that." He's just like, "Hey, you can't take the blame for that." Like, ah, don't beat yourself up, kid. If a couple people die, you know, like the the mentality of it is very like fucked, knowing <laughs> what hope has <laughs> what against know, Snow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I yeah, like that like when he so, says, "Someone has to, uh, someone yeah. has to take the blame." Yeah. But Snow, you know, in a in a moment of redemption, says, "We can still save them. We let loose and bring the army to us. Draw their fire." As yeah, draw their says. fire and and hope. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopes. You know, it seems like he's down with this plan, right? But right. Snow is like, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm supposed to protect you, but I can't let this happen. Snow, Snow says, yeah. It looks like we only have one choice, and he does like his like fuckboy smile and puts his fist up real like <laughs> triumphantly, and he says, "I try to save everyone," which is so fucking Snow, and so you know, like. <laughs> And like again, coming from a good place, even if it doesn't always work sure, out that yeah. way, and, and hopes a little, you know, like put off by that for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, but. Dude, I love just hopes facial expressions throughout. Like this section are so good, where he's like, "You fucking piece of shit." Yeah. <laughs> yep. The only ones who die are dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not my fault. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah, it's this chapter where it starts kind of hammering the. Uh, you know the fault of snow i mean we yeah, kind of get the sure. idea with it him and vanilla i kind of see are similar but they're kind of going in different directions sure like yeah. snow is running but he's like doing it by kind of charging into danger to get yeah instead of, that's yeah. his way of coping with it instead of uh Running away he, from Snow it. is like passively kind of um, causing, you know. He just like, wants everything. He wants to fix everything. He's, he's just going to he, charge in and do it, like what, whether or not that's like the right thing to do. It's the it's the good intentions, you know, you know, yeah. road to hell shit, and you know he he's he's actively trying to save people, but it's in turn not always working out that way. Versus Vanille, yeah. who we don't really know fully her motivations or anything, but it seems mm -hmm. like she has kind of a more active role in what's going on with what she's mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he's like, so hope, are you with me on this? Uh, yeah. You just need to look out for yourself. Like he wants to protect hope. Hope again looks really pissed at this. <laughs> Dude, his facial expressions are golden. Hope's it's, just it's, like, oh, <laughs> it, it's pretty funny too. Um, just the the quick change with this because then we, you know, now we're in controlling snow and hope uh snow is our leader and a lot of times we'll just have to put hope in medic and have hope cure like like heal snow <laughs> as he like wants to kill him but he's like fuck you fuck you fuck you just throwing <laughs> cures at him like um i i really like I'm trying this to section. see if this has hostile architecture or not because i look <laughs> at the benches and it has uh <laughs> has one of the middle ha uh, rails but it's if it's far enough along that someone could lie down <laughs> if they want to so that's that's something I, I really like this uh this section because in this section we actually like are around npcs for like the first mm -hmm. time in forever yeah um, and my favorite I, I think we've asked this before like we've like considered this to ourselves like in the in the lore in the logic of the game do people recognize the Lassie as Lassie because the plot demands it because like you know you and I wouldn't see their brand they'd have it hidden right so like well, right you know. and this answers the question there's a few moments throughout this chapter where someone doesn't they just don't like yeah well this answers the question 
Because as we go and we fight police officers and Guardian Corps and shit, people around us are just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, don't you know that there's important shit going on? Like, you should stop fighting with them. That's, like, really fucked up. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, stop causing problems. Like, shit's kind of serious right now. We can't be yeah. fighting the police. The police could be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're, like, fighting these people, like, to the death and, like... Yeah, bystanders are like, is this really the time? Snow is literally just uppercutting people into the air as they <laughs> dissolve and they're screaming yeah. and people are like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, um, it's so good. But as we're running around, there is like a uh, an intercom announcement that's just going, talking about like there's a state of emergency that's been declared. Uh, should you oh witness God. any suspicious activity, please alert the nearest uniformed soldier. Thank you in advance for your cooperation. <laughs> Swift compliance. I wrote down, I was like, oh my God, Cocoon has a see something, say something. Yeah, they really do. Um, yeah, I also love this area because... Um, oh, it's so good. I think this is like the first chapter where, um, I mean, not to like, bash the previous areas but like the fact that it feels like we're going to different parts of the yes. city instead of it just being like we're going along this like corridor that's like the like forest themed corridor like like right now we're like kind of like in a market that's kind of like only has a lot of verticality and there's like these little like catwalks and yeah like so fire good. escapes and stuff that we can go up and it feels like a disney resort yeah <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah it, it yeah. feels like some sort of level in a splatoon game <laughs> <laughs> definitely looks like you know splatville <laughs> yes this museum del alfacino could be around the corner anywhere yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly fuck that man actually no i like that one yeah it, it feels like to me and again like you were saying not to like throw shade in any of the other areas but i feel like the amount of design work that went into just this area is like the sum of the rest of the areas. Yeah, <laughs> like there's yeah. more it's, interesting it's things good. to see in every single yeah, scene. Yeah, like independent shops. There's different. Uh, I'm always impressed by the um, the skybox, like because when you look in the distance, like just how detailed the um, the fake city and the and the yeah. distances. Because as you're going around the area, you do start seeing it from different angles. And it's stuff, hard and to it's tell. Cool. It's hard to tell what's like for me anyway. They do a really good job blending like the foreground and the fake background. Yeah, yeah it's really good. This area is cool also because you um, we're mostly walking along like this uh, kind of redwood boardwalk thing. Mm -hmm. But there's um, on our left, there's actually multiple different ways to like hop up up like on different balconies. So you can just kind of like uh, flank or just completely bypass some of the fights if you yeah. want. And yeah. There's also items hidden up there. Um, did uh, did you all talk to or discover Bertie? I did. But before we get to Bertie, I <laughs> okay, do like so, that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm interested to, to kind of <laughs> try and think about what the NPCs think about all of this. Like, I'm sure they're not stoked that the army has come in and is starting to yeah. usher them mm -hmm. into... Like, obviously, they're afraid of the Lassie, and they're being told that there are Lassie around. So, you know, maybe they'll feel, like, protected by them. But they also don't seem too upset with us that we're literally just destroying the soldiers <laughs> around them. Because, yeah, like, in the first encounter that we can get in, <laughs> like, you take them all out, and then just, like, there's two NPCs that are just, like, confused. They're not, like, mad, but they're just like, what was that all about? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they say, we've got enough problems without you causing more. They're not, I like, how it. fucking dare you, you know, like, back the blue or anything. They're just like, dude, like, things are already pretty tense. That's Maybe what I'm you saying. Stir That's the so pot. funny like, about it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> There's also barricades up everywhere. They're kind of a cool design. They look like just they unfold and they're kind of like they like they of course they keep out, but they look like they're just made of yeah a bunch of just metal rotating metal. They have a bunch of the um the crusty crowd control barriers. Yeah, yeah. Says, Get back. 
<laughs> oh, there, there's another, like, there's a little girl sitting on stairs somewhere who says, yay, the soldier's not here. I win. <laughs> I so, saw like, that. They clearly don't like, base, like the base, soldiers. Base. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a man standing by himself who's like, oh, I've lost my son. I don't Where's know where he is. Where's my son? <laughs> Where's my son? I am and, like, I like to, like... I've played a million RPGs. I get it. I, you know, you either have to go find the sun and bring him back or whatever, or like this kid's gone yeah. into whatever. Yeah. I seem to have lost my son. He's always telling me to stay put when we get separated. I love it. He's always telling me to stay put. And then you go, you find the sun. And when you, like, you find some soldiers and when you come back, he's standing next to his father. And the son's like, Dad, I told you, like, <laughs> stop Don't running off on your off, own. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, if, if we get separated, just stay where you are and I'll come and find you. And he's like, sorry, birdie. Like, yeah, he's like, sorry, birdie. he's got his head hung down and stuff. Like, yeah. it's very funny. Oh, it's a really good little scene. I'm sorry. I promise I won't wander off anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you find the boy first, he does say, I'm worried about my dad. He always gets distracted yeah. and wanders off after the first thing that catches his eye. Why can't you just stay in one place? <laughs> so good. Um, th there's some other NPCs that like you take out some soldiers around and one of them's like, oh, the soldiers all left. Guess everything's okay. Like they didn't see you beat the shit out of them. <laughs> but one of the other ones says something interesting that's, uh, don't you find it a little strange that Psycom hasn't told us anything? So I guess they're yeah. trying to prevent full panic and they're just kind of ushering these people along being like no I, you have to evacuate there's a state of emergency we're not going to be descriptive about it so that probably also is why like the people aren't like fully freaked out or being like hey can you like maybe not beat the shit out of the soldiers yeah. like well you know I was thinking yeah. about it the last time that we saw a bunch of people being herded around because they came into contact with Lassie they were getting purged and yeah. I was like I wonder if like Oh, the yeah. sanctum will be purging them, you know. And it was their... it was national news where they were saying like, oh, you know, the the uh, the Primarch has said like future purges could happen yeah. as the situation unfolds, like, and and everyone supports it. Yeah, like right. ninety percent so, of people support it or whatever. So because it's obvious, at least to us, that like the purge is kind of a fake. It's a conspiracy where everyone's yeah. like, we think they're getting ushered off to somewhere like a new home in Pulse or whatever, <laughs> but they're probably closing off the city because like if. A listy outbreak happens, they're just gonna get rid of it. They'll purge everyone yeah. in the city. Um, so there's that little bit of like, hmm, like an extra dark undertone there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's other reason. Like, well, we don't want people coming in and out because then Lissy could just slip out with them or whatever. Yeah. But we make our way to a, not, not like a back alley, but like a less populated, I guess, walkway. Um, and another cutscene yeah, kind of, begins. We, there's some really cool, like, I love like this beautiful kind of, there's a, kind of a wavy section where you can kind of bypass a bunch of soldiers like this beautiful kind of ornate it's very walkway. lovely yeah. all the different kind of architecture through this this area is great but yeah you do come up on a plaza and i think we we get a cutscene. yeah we get a cutscene. i think it's like the, it's a kind of a more a bigger market than we've been in i think prior yeah it leads out into a, into a larger like a marketer plaza yeah and um there, there's a crowd of people all standing around and there's like armed guards nearby i didn't know if it was clear if they're like being kept there or not by these guards because the guards don't seem to be like surrounding them but yeah it's not like hostile it's just kind of like this is where they corralled everyone yeah they yeah. focus on this girl with like a a cute little like uh it looks like plushie. carbuncle from another game from like eight or something oh interesting like yeah, yeah like carbuncle or, or like a weird moomba oh type cute thing. do they, they have it's so this is like mickey it's, it's carbuncle the mickey mouse of this one <laughs> 
I, I wish Mickey Mouse fed people. Probably gift shop we missed yeah. at the, the Carbuncle. Actually, tour. that would make sense. Carbuncle's underneath this city. Yeah. So it He's makes like sense. He's like their mascot. He, so this is basically so Gritty is the Philly Falsy. <laughs> and of course, he is the. Uh, Don't the get too of, close to Gritty, uh, though. He will make you a, a so, Philosy. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> of course, we all know that the, the uh, Gritty Falsy is the Falsy of fun, of hockey, and of mischief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, all of the, all of the athletes turned to Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> he also lived under the Wells Fargo uh, Center, which is he did. Official, he, that's the official lore. That's the official yeah. lore is that he is he like he just for those who don't know, Gritty is the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. You've probably seen him. He became one of the biggest like sensations just in the world <laughs> because of how fucking horrifying he is. Um, <laughs> But uh, when they announced him, like, left this icon, I think it was in like uh, 2018 or something when they like introduced Gritty. Um, they were like, oh no, Gritty's always been here. Like, he's been living <laughs> under the Wells Fargo Center for as long <laughs> as, like, probably even before it was built. Like, he has just been here. So, like, <laughs> it's basically the beginning of Power Rangers, the Reader Propulsa. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was, a, he was in a vestige, he was in a vestige underneath the He was the in a crystal Fargo. stasis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was no longer needed in a previous time <laughs> but yeah so snow is i think is evaluating the situation where um he's like okay as long as big is going to go down but there's all these bystanders around this is the best fucking snow scene yeah after, after nothing but good snow scenes in my opinion because <laughs> all of these civilians are around they're all just kind of no, th chilling this plan actually relaxing. works out and it's cool <laughs> yeah. um a soldier just kind of you know an armed soldier with his big fucking gun just turns around and looks at snow as snow walks in and again they don't recognize them they don't know <laughs> just think they're in a civilian it's weird that this this one soldier doesn't recognize us as a Lassie, even though every other soldier we've come into contact with is like immediately engaged. I wonder yeah. if I mean, they like, it's, it's do they all see us as a Lassie? Oh, okay. Yeah, good point. They're, they're Guardian Corps, so maybe Psycom hasn't briefed them on that yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, Guardian Corps hasn't like attacked us because we're Lassie. They're just like, that guy keeps getting into fights. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, there's a menace. <laughs> there's a six foot seven dude running around, be <laughs> uppercutting all of my friends to death. I'm going to steer clear of him. <laughs> but. So this guy just turns around like... Or maybe they're just like trying to rend us up and we're just not complying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah they think we're like citizens. They don't even see us like, as let's see, maybe. I, yeah. I, got the, like, I got the impression that they just assume we're also Palampolum civilians. Yeah. Um, but this soldier just turns around and he's like, is there a problem? <laughs> and he says, no, why don't you just come down? And as he say that, Snow just walks up to him and fucking punches <laughs> him. Like punches his man. lights out and then picks up Dude, his gun. he atomizes this man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he ends this man's piss. whole career. <laughs> but everyone's obviously like freaked out and they're all backing up. Snow picks up the gun, like just like thinks to himself for a second, points it in the air and just says, uh, I am a pulseless sea. I'm here to kill all of you. And he just <laughs> yeah. fires like into the ceiling. And I uh, am a beautiful animal. <laughs> I am a destroyer of worlds. <laughs> Yeah, but he empties the clip and just throws the gun down and hopes like, dude, what and the fuck? And everybody runs doing? away, importantly. Everyone's like. a, yeah, getting the fuck away from there. And Snow just says, oh, I'm clearing the area. Like, 
It really and it worked works. out. And just as that's happening, we see a new type of enemy kind of flying in and opening fire on us. Yep. Like, I mean, we've seen these types in like Hang Edge, but these are like the souped up version. Like yeah. The yeah. 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 They're very goofy looking. Um, very, very like, they look like Psycom guys, but wearing like the weird like vests that the grunts in Halo have, like the weird yeah. like pointy <laughs> like backs that they have. But they're flying around and they're flying towards us. And again, like if it was known. They were half of a Cogna cycle on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this plan works because uh, they're opening fire and their their direct orders from their you know commanding officers open fire on yeah anything. they're just they're just firing blindly into the square because yeah. they, here we're here so, so yeah and Snow's like yeah they would have just opened fire on this whole crowd if we didn't just get them out of here yeah it was quick thinking yeah he, <laughs> doesn't matter who dies just wipe them all out mm-hmm. says yeah so these it, these it, enemies it's interesting too that like it's. It seems like Hope is still, like, pissed for obvious reasons and stuff, but it's like, you should see, like, you should be getting more of a feel for Snow's character. I know that you're you're grinding this axe or grinding this <laughs> or whatever, but, Dude, like, axe is gonna be worn down to he a is trying <laughs> to, he is trying his best to save everyone, and he just did something that actively saved lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Instead of the whole Nora thing where everyone's like, all right, come fight with me. Yeah. It's like, oh, everyone get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, so these, the, these enemies are a little tricky. Um, they're they, called they took- Psycom Aerial Snipers. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they they took a little while to take down for me, um, and having three of them right off the bat is pretty tough. Um, it is. That's it's not. It's not like overwhelming, but yeah. they have an attack that's incredibly annoying called the MLRS volley, yeah. which like it shoots like little like little tiny rockets little at you, baby rockets, little baby rockets, and they don't do much damage, but they stun you for like a second or so. Just long enough for the second rocket to hit you, which stuns you for a second or so. Just <laughs> yeah. long enough for the third one, and it happens like five times. And so in like, my experience, they always aimed that shit directly at Hope, and I was like, "Hope's my medic. I need him." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they uh, it's, it's very annoying when you get they start doing that because you're always like, "Oh, I'm almost done with them," and then you have to wait several seconds for the fucking volley to end. Yeah, and also since they're wearing like the weird velocicycle, like fucking, they, you know what? They look like the one form of Frieza where his head's like really long in the back. Like, yeah, that's kind of what yeah. they're shaped like. But um, you can't launch them because they're already hovering, so that's yeah, also yeah. annoying, especially when they can kind of stun you. But is there like an unlaunched like uh, a body slam type? Yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, well, speaking of that. There's not really, but I did want to talk about and just like point out one really interesting thing about Snow's last attack. Something interesting that we've kind of touched on is like lightning when she does her last attack after she has four ATB bars, she does like a backflip and then shoots them, right? And it's like a ranged attack. Mm-hmm. Snow has a overhead like two-fisted slam that he mm-hmm. does as his last attack, which has the shortest hitbox of all time. So like if the enemy moves at all, it will miss. But it does. They, but it's good though. It's like a good damaging attack that he does as his last one, and it usually works out. But on these guys, because they're so fast, he like is always missing that overhead slam at the end. And I was like, He's God the, damn it! The, the Donkey Kong Smash Brothers. Uh, move. <laughs> yeah, the thing I used to do when I was too young to know how to play, and so I would just do the Donkey <laughs> Kong Smash to, to win matches. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, I, I will say uh, something interesting about. Like, like again we've talked a little bit about how every character's attacks are different even if they're the same attack so like Saz's blitz is very different than lightning's blitz etc etc um snow's uh ravager is really interesting i thought because it has a um 
a very long time from the time he begins his animation until the uh, the magic actually hits the enemy. But mm -hmm. his initial animation is very, very fast. And so you can throw that last magic and you can switch to a new paradigm like a second or so earlier than most other Ravagers because the magic is just going to take a longer time to actually hit the enemy. So you get like a little bit faster paradigm switching with Ravager Snow. Yeah, I, found. I, I noticed in this chapter that it was very easy to uh, it, it could be because like Hope was getting staggered by those missiles or whatever. Mm. But it was very easy to just keep a continuous chain of magic with like Ravagers like back and forth yeah, like, yeah. Or, or like where it would be like snow finishes up his and then jumps back and starts reloading his ATB as hope then keeps the chain going by getting off his floor and then by the time hope is done snow has his again so he can kind of keep going and it like a really good like flow and cycle yeah, with that yeah. like that that really kicked ass but we kind of get through all of these enemies there's a couple more of them there was there's was a weird one where there was three more I was like I don't want to fight three more of those guys yeah. so I ran ahead and then one of them like caught up to me because they can they can close the distance pretty quickly yeah and I got into yeah. a fight with two of them and I was like, oh, okay. So I took down the two of them and it was no problem. And then I just went and killed the other one. And a, lo <laughs> a lot of these guys. I know the one you're talking about too, because that kind of happened to me as well. Yeah, a, a lot of these guys will drop credit chips or incentive chips. Yes, yes, yes. And the incentive chips, I, if I remember correctly, I think they're uh, 2,500 gil a piece, and then the credit chips are 500 a piece. So this is I the have first time like in a game. 40,000 gil now. <laughs> Damn, I have like 14,000 yeah. or something, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm in the money. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> good. <laughs> we eating good tonight. <laughs> yeah, but we we do um, eventually get to a point where we get another cutscene. Yeah, we turn left and go start going down a what, an alleyway. Yeah, yeah. like a, a large alleyway. Yeah, we see this nice, nice ornate arch, and it, which for some reason says Felix twenty five on it. Oh, okay. Really? Felix, Felix Heights. Felix. Heights, oh yeah, yeah. Thirty uh, five so A. Oh yeah, so we're on the we're on our way to Felix. We're just uh, a block Heights. away, dude. So <laughs> I'm guessing it's like a borough, or, or maybe a ten, of... probably ten blocks. This is the section. Seeing that sign in this alleyway is when I wrote, "Oh, it's Splatsville," because <laughs> it reminded yeah, me of like exactly. the alleys in Splatsville. It was like right before that in the in the last like plaza area that we were kind of in where one of the signs was hanging above there. And I was like, that just looks like a Splatoon shop. Like, that's cool. As hell. <laughs> Can buy some stickers from Harmony or Harmony something. Harmony works there. Yeah. Felix 26. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're closing in on, uh, I guess, the right neighborhood. Yeah, we're like right. 10 or 9 city blocks away from where we need to go. <laughs> but coming down a an alleyway, we pass by some uh, trash cans and Hope notices that girl with the carbuncle. Yeah. Uh, plushy. And understandably, like she is completely terrified. She's horrified. And he tries... Yeah, and he he tries to console her, and he reaches out. And he's like, "Oh, are you okay?" And as we see this, we see a bunch of you know, a, 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 what you would call a mob, has an angry formed. mob, an angry mob. They're holding really weird instruments to use against yeah. us. Like one uh, of them. Sir, you have an angry mob here. Do they have an appointment? Yeah. Well, one of them. Uh, yes, I phoned ahead. <laughs> <laughs> one of them looks like uh, like a candle um, like dampener or putter outer whatever the fuck <laughs> those things are called like I had to use those as an altar boy when I was like mm -hmm. in church where you you hold it up to a candle to put it out um, put hope's candle out <laughs> yeah but they're you know the situation's getting tense the the girl is so afraid of hope that she throws her you know her plush at him and says leave me alone and then everyone's like let's see scum oh save the girl you know yeah like, yeah protect cocoon there's a we lot of like non-subtitled dialogue here of them yeah. being like you you will see scum we'll protect cocoon from you yeah 
It's basically the the beginning of Bloodborne when you're in Yarnum. Yeah. <laughs> Get away, terrible scum! <laughs> like <laughs> this curse, this is a damn curse. <laughs> but yeah, she she like charges ahead and pushes Hope, and then runs towards the crowd for safety. But she leaves her plush behind. Right, right. There's a guy who says save the girl and it sounds like Squidward, sorry. <laughs> save the girl. <laughs> yeah, but the the girl gets to her mom and her mom holds her and says, It's okay, like you're okay now and, and the crowd starts kind of making their way towards them and they they want you know, they want to kill them. Um, Snow like sees the situation. He's like, "Oh, great! Like you know, his fa- his plan, while good, has backfired, and now they're, you know, they don't realize what's actually going on. So they're trying to to kill us." And yeah, and he's like searching his, for a way to dissolve, dissolve the situation this, without yeah. harming anybody, right? Yeah, and he he puts up his arm, and his his brand kind of starts glowing, like he's getting ready to use some magic. And he looks up, and he sees that cool Splatoon sign that Curtis <laughs> saw, and uh, he just aims a, an ice attack right at it and throws it and it, it it falls down to the ground and separates us from the crowd and it's it's an impassable uh waist high amount of uh debris so. <laughs> well i mean like having played classic final fantasy games i know that even a slight bump means you have to find a way around it's <laughs> <laughs> true true I, I was actually i was watching uh ninny's friend of the show play golden sun uh on stream mm. the other day and um he was playing through the beginning where you're like trying to walk around the first town in the game and like boulders keep falling because there's like an eruption and stuff and one of them like you're walking down the stairs and a boulder just lands <laughs> at the base of the stairs and it's like oh we can't go this way and it's like i mean you could just like it's at the bottom of the stairs. You yeah, can you're, just get oh, to the last stair it. and then walk it down. Like, walk to the side of it. Like, no problem, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... Yeah, so this arch that has fallen now, like, it slows them down. It's like, okay, now what? It slows but... them down, but it also intimidates them because they're like, oh, shit, that was magic. Like, we don't stand a chance against them. Like, we we can't fight that. Like, we, let's get out of here. Yeah, we don't stand a chance. And, uh, yeah, Hope gingerly puts the parbuncle, like, on the art, like on the debris and just says I'm sorry yeah yeah yeah. But then the silence is broke because uh, Psycom just starts busting through the crowd yeah Psycom well, always busting eager to shoot something because they just say like like stop them empty those clips <laughs> empty those clips. <laughs> empty luckily, those clips luckily they come. running into a crowd screaming that like I get it I get it game <laughs> like luckily they're not opening fire until they get through the cl- the crowd um, even though they, <laughs> so they're, they're unlike they're real police officers in that way <laughs> yeah yeah um, so they just kind of start opening fire on Hope who's still there but luckily Snow grabbed one of those like peripherals that those, Wait, uh, it, so those I, snipers I just, were wearing I just looked at the scene a couple times to make sure that like did this come from anywhere? It did not. Snow just now has possession of this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, from it's nowhere. Magic. Probably one of the guys he uppercut and they just like they crashed into this alley while, or something. <laughs> while all of this was going down and Hope was bringing the carbuncle plush to the girl, uh, Snow ran ahead, murdered another man, and took his <laughs> thing. And then it, it's a very silly and goofy scene because he's just got this ridiculous jetpack thing. He's not wearing it. He's just holding no. on to it. Like, at least a life jacket, like completely yeah, to, wrong <laughs> to be perfectly clear it's it's one of the jetpacks from the psychom aerial snipers is, yeah is it's exactly yeah it's got the fins it's got the the green glowy bits but they're just like crashing up the straight up yeah cause because he's not wearing it so it's just going up and he's just kind of like well whatever I, <laughs> it's grinding metal against the wall he's kind of sometimes walking up the wall to kind of yeah, yeah. the right direction while pushing he's like his feet off the wall to make it yeah, aim at the other wall I don't know if we mentioned that, like, he he's using this to fly forward and he grabs Hope, but I have a really funny, like, just 
still image here of paused of the game when he's doing this when they're like empty those clips and it's just snow with his arm out it looks like he's like doing like a wwe like off the turnbuckle fucking like <laughs> clothesline onto hope it's like it's really goofy <laughs> but yeah he grabs hope and then you know they they make their way up to the rooftop very very precariously it's pretty cool he like he <laughs> yeah, off the of the wall at one sick. point <laughs> Yeah, he he kicks off the wall at one point, but then like kind of bangs it into the wall behind them. So it's like mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. damaging it and stuff. Yeah. And we're on the <laughs> roof of something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The scene fades out, fades in. And immediately we just see that the uh, the jetpack is destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Snow is really good at, at vehicles. It's not very destroyed. It looks fine. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did right. see like the what looks like the 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 mechanized part of it that like is controlling it all like the wheel at the bottom of it or whatever where everything seems to be like culminating we did see that slam into the wall and like scratch up a bit so yeah the 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 tail rotor or whatever yeah but yeah there's a save point here so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna use that save point i'm gonna take a little shopping trip and go to lenora's garage yeah maybe maybe time's a wasting (laughs) time's a waste it gets some magical moments and uh you know I'll be back after I do a little shopping. Cool. I wonder if they have Uber Eats on that thing. Snow kind of looks like Street Fighter 6 Ken Masters a little bit. <laughs> and but he has like the bandana on, right? Like Snow does. So we don't see what the the kind of like top of his hair is like. And I assume that it's like Street Fighter 6 Ken Masters where it just goes downward, right? And like that's fine. That's a good look. That's a good way to look. And then I just remembered what Lightning Returns Snow looks like and I was like, oh, I wish they would have kept this fucking bandana on. It's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just imagining that he has male pattern baldness and that's why he wears the bandana. <laughs> if I remember right, his going like, to be the, the look I'm going to be rocking in a couple uh, in a couple years. I think he has like one of these like power mullets. Like, I, I gotta look it up real Dude, quick. that sounds good as hell. I think I, re- I do remember. I'm yeah. down for a power mullet. That's where he stores all his power. <laughs> that's why in that so one, it's not, it's not he's his, like, his, he's his like weapon's not his Samson. coat in that one. It's uh, it's his hair. His <laughs> mullet. Just he, When he gets a Super Saiyan 3 length mullet, he... Deals quad nines with every punch. Oh, uh, you know, it's not as bad as I thought. Never mind. It's fine. Well, good to know he survives this game. <laughs> good to know he survives this next scene that's coming up. <laughs> this hope I, fails. I just, I just want you all to know that I just clicked the wiki article for Snow Villiers Plus Plus. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the fuck happens in Lightning Returns? What is going on? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's like Dragon Ball GT. It's not canon, but they add new forms to it. Plus plus, yeah. There's there's Snowbillier's the, uh, plus and language. plus plus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Wow. Yeah. Why is what is going on here? Have you played those games? I've played thirteen two, but not uh, Lightning Returns. <laughs> and like thirteen two, there's enough of like what the fuck is going on. But like it seems like that game goes real off the rails in the third one. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the A pose of it. Well, we'll get there when we get there, I guess. I suppose so. (laughs) But anyway, we're at uh, Snow Villiers minus minus, you might say. Um, We're just at the the vanilla one. Snow Prime. Yeah, Snow Snow, Prime. Snow Prime. 
But uh, he's kind of making his way along this like roof that we're on. Um, I love this area so gosh darn this, much. This particular area is always very funny to me because um, it's like it's probably why people may complain. Is like we we open up in the cutscene we're on the roof and Snow says uh, we gotta stay ahead of him. We walk from here and then you walk like maybe fifty yards and then another cutscene starts. Yeah. <laughs> like why didn't you just say? ask like do you want to save and then shows the thing but like, yeah <laughs> hey it's it's for the immersion my immersion it's a very immersive game dude <laughs> ow my immersion <laughs> but yeah so um we kind of walk forward and we're making our way along the path and uh hope we're, on the, we're still on hope, the roof like, right yeah hope hope kind of just like sits down and and seems like he's you know understandably like just exhausted after being clotheslined by snow and then whipped <laughs> up into the fucking <laughs> directly up i love to be aligned he, he got spider-man <laughs> yeah um but snow kind of just points in a general direction and says felix heights is that way right uh, we are turn- in felix and that way is up so yeah he he turns around and looks at hope and hope is kind of just like not responsive at all. He's just, you know, he's dude, Snow's trying so hard. <laughs> he's, he's yeah, like, he's he's trying his best. He he doesn't know what's wrong with this kid, you know? He can't get through to this kid for yeah, some I know. reason, he, but he will. He, he, he will. does seem like um he's like a, a substitute <laughs> he just teacher. like a youth pastor trying yeah. to like yeah. You know who else had a pretty around. radical focus that he needed to complete? <laughs> <laughs> Takes out an acoustic guitar and just starts playing like a C chord. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, oh, still pretty far. And uh, we get a shot of like a cool like billboard. It, yeah, um, it's a cylindrical billboard. Yeah. It's like a marquee, I'm guessing, that rotates. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those digital billboards that, you know, changes over time, I'm sure. Uh, and there's there's Felix like Heights silhouettes. Of, there's there's a silhouette yeah, yeah. of like a family, it looks like. Like as if they're like Smash Bros <laughs> characters that haven't been unlocked yet. Like Challenger. Yeah, uh, a new Challenger approaches. Yeah. And Snow just reads it and he says, A great place for family living. Again, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, oh, so they say. And he turns around at, at Hope again, who is not not still not yeah <laughs> yeah he says i'm like making sure it actually says great because hold on a second oh are you are you translating the sign yeah translating it hell yeah oh yeah family living okay yeah that makes sense sorry okay. nice cool <laughs> anyway he did so, not lie it's not he, like in uh it's not like waka on the uh reading the scroll on the wall and it actually says the subtitle says something different than what's actually written on the wall <laughs> we, we, we blame that on the localization team <laughs> no i blame that on waka <laughs> But yeah, t- talking about family living, Snow says that, you know, oh, it looks like it actually might be, huh? And Hope is like, yeah, well, uh, Lissy don't have a family. Snow turns around and is like, listen to me, kid. <laughs> I'm an orphan. I barely got to know my family. But someday, I'm going to have my own. Once I save Sarah and protect Cocoon, and Hope just like is fucking done. I he love just, like, it. I love it. Yeah. How <laughs> exactly? <laughs> That's what Snow, Hope says. Yeah, and uh, Snow's like, yeah, that's that's a good question. I want to do what's right, but everyone hates Lassie. Kind of hard to help someone who's trying to kill you. (laughs) 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 If these people had their way, they would be digging a knife right into my heart right now. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, he says, yeah, everything will work out. (laughs) (laughs) He says, everything will work out in the end. We just have to hold on to hope. And hope like stands up real quick and goes, we don't have any. And then uh, we hear gunfire. There's some velocicles and uh, freaking those uh, uh, cognitive speeders. We don't know that these are velocicles. After, okay. after he says we don't have any, <laughs> he says something extremely emo, which is Alice's only hope is a quick death. Oh, that's right. That's I guess right. that's more goth than emo. Yikes. 
in in this or section, metal. I, it's pretty metal if he wasn't such a little baby. <laughs> in this section, I was like identifying with Snow on this and being like, "Oh, you fucking kid!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, uh, I Jesus. mean, like, I get, I get it. And again, I, I mentioned I would put a pin in it of you know judging people <laughs> for like ten minutes of time, you know, passing by, but. Uh, yeah, like I, I'm also kind of getting worn out on Hope, where I'm like, yeah, I yeah. get it, I understand, but come on, dude, like. I mean, I get it, I get. It. I feel like he's, Hope's he's well grieving, his right, so we but, have to, you know, yeah. Yeah, but at this moment, uh, this man, the Cogna speeders moment. and the uh, the aerial snipers are being a little extra because they just start <laughs> they're being straight a little extra. They shoot the fucking billboard that says a great place for family living. Yeah, why would it's they like a hundred yards away so, from us? And subtext. It's just like, Subtext out the window. It's like, oh, you know what's destroying all these great places for family living? The Sanctum and Psycho. Like, the Cognos Speeder has like, is just hates families. <laughs> but yeah, then we we get control again, and we see those guys making their way to us. We can try and avoid them, or we can hope. Actually, like just kind of runs ahead. But um, yeah, yeah. The, I love the architecture of this section so gosh darn much this is like this is the area where i'm always like i play up to this area and then i stop playing because this is like the best screen in the game in my opinion i love it so much yeah because like we're um yeah we're in some like access tunnels but they're they're accessible from the outside right like they're not enclosed they look like during events like it's saying it reminds me almost like navigating around a stadium or something cause, yeah that's yeah. exactly how i felt as well alex like I always do, I turn around and go for this item, but this item basically baits you because you immediately get um, flanked by this Falco Velocicle or something, right? Yeah. What? So what happened exactly? What happened exactly when you went for that item? Because a I, weird I heard, thing like, happened I, to me. I went towards the item and I like, heard something. Like I saw the little thing like, oh, something like detected me, but I don't see anything happening. Yep. Same thing happened to me. I got the item and then I saw on my, uh, on my mini map just like a woo like just floating around like up to me was like the red dot of the enemy i almost so gamed I over on this because i was fighting this is a falco velocicle i guess yeah mm -hmm. oh is this the one with gatlin gun yeah just i think this is one of the ones that has gatlin gun yeah well, uh, before we get me, into the fight for, for me on this fight i, I want to talk about it really quick my battle duration was 27 seconds Ooh, because I somehow opened the chest before it got to me, even <gasps> though it detected me the same thing. Mm -hmm. I got the shaman's mark, which is what you get from this chest. And it it f flew into me. It zipped up. You can see it on my mini map. <laughs> and I don't know how I did this, but I ended up getting a preemptive strike on it. <laughs> I immediately staggered it and it took me 27 seconds to take it down. What the I was going to say. The target time is two minutes and 43 seconds. <laughs> what I was going to say about that is that when I went for that item, I ended up opening the item chest from like kind of behind the item. And the the enemy's uh, uh, actual pathing doesn't let him go that far and so like he like came right up to my face and it like is in the animation that's driving forward but then i was able to like walk up to it even though it's like trying <laughs> to aim at me but it's at like the limit of how far it can go so like it's just like sitting there perfectly still just trying to scream at me and i'm just like oh well, i can just walk around him now that's <laughs> like, so he can't funny. reach me but yeah. i ended up running into him anyway but so i didn't get the preempt <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how I did that. That was extremely funny, though. But That's incredible. We, we kind of make our way down to the other uh, side of it. and um, <gasps> Can we talk about Gatlin Gun? Sure. Because I would like to talk about Gatlin Gun. Yeah, this thing was a beast. Like, it just kept, like, just... I actually had to revive Hope twice in my first encounter with one. Yep. <laughs> so these guys are not too bad most of the time. Uh, they attack a lot, but 
they're they're not too dangerous until they start prepping Gatlin gun, um, and that will just kill a member of your party through like. A, a thousand cuts or whatever it does yeah like, it's, it's the this is the uh cactuar of this game <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the thousand yeah, it does <laughs> yeah it does um i like maybe 70 damage per hit but it hits like 30 or 40 times it's, right it's and, and it just sits there and sprays so like this is like oh you have to provoke and sentinel like to yeah. get through it like that is I, the only way to get through it i did not fight it long enough to get gatling gun here but later on we fight one in a pairing like in a in a dual yeah. battle with another uh type of enemy that takes a while to kill and that was a thing where i got game over like twice and i was like oh the only way like i had snow snow is at a point for me with his hp where if he has 900 hp it shows that he's like in danger because like <laughs> percentage wise he has a lot and i think he was at pretty f high health and just got gatling gun and i just watched him his hp melt away and just got a game over i was like oh shit you know what now that i think about it very interesting um so you're right snow has a shit ton of hp and so it makes sense for him to be a good sentinel right because he can yeah. like sit there and just tank and just tank damage all, all day uh did you ever try fang's sentinel i did yeah I, I used it a little bit interesting because fang does not have the hp that snow has to be able to just sit there and tank all day but she has two things that snow doesn't have yeah which is mediguard so instead of steel guard she uses mediguard which actually heals her as she's it gives guarding. her like a regen as she's guarding mm. so she takes right. less damage i think it's not as good defensively as steel guard but the entire but, yeah. time the damage is happening she's recovering uh hp yes. so it, it works out being a little better and she has evade uh, which ups her uh, evasion immensely. So while oh, you're in Sentinel, even if you're not doing your guard, your evade goes up by, I mean, uncountable amount. It's a huge amount. I should now, look at is, how much, but... Is evade something that you have to unlock in the Crystarium, or is that just she already I has it? I think so. Uh, okay, uh, I don't know if I have that yet or not, or if it's like launch where it's a passive ability and I just didn't yeah. notice. I know that because what I usually do when I get um, a bunch of Crystarium points or a new Crystarium section, I just go for the abilities first. Like, I don't worry about anything else. I'm just like, I go right to them so I can get those. So I had it at this point, but I don't remember if she comes with it or if you have to actually go learn it. Yeah. Um, but it is it is useful, though, because like a lot of times I'll have used up all my metaguards and her ATB is charging and then something like Gatlin happens and she just boop, the evade skill pops up and it just nice. doesn't do any damage. Um, yeah, with, um, with snow using provoke and steel guard, you can pretty much just block all of the Gatling gun hits, like literally yeah. just block it with steel guard where it doesn't hit you at all, which is yeah, yeah. literally necessary. Like if you see it start doing, doing uh, Gatling gun, you just have to switch to Sentinel right away and hope you can get the, uh, the steel guard up. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. I think, I think if you're in Sentinel, you have enough defense as well to where you can survive it. But if you're like in commando you or could, Lavager, you just yeah. game over. I think you could probably tank one without the guards. Uh, still advisable to use guard if <laughs> you, know, you yeah. have time to throw it up. But I think you could probably tank one with snow, yeah. Uh, there, there's a couple of cool treasure chests just kind of around here. Like, we're kind of making our way along this, like, stadium or whatever, and then there's, like, catwalks or, like like uh yeah we fucking... sneak around billboards too yeah like behind billboards like i like, love not it so catwalks, much but like I've, I've said on a vg draft before that my favorite world in any uh 
like Mario game or platformer is always the air world. It's because I love heights in video games. And so yeah. I love walking through all these like catwalks, stories and stories above the city and behind these billboards. And like, it's my two favorite things. It's gray space and an air stage at the same time. These, these billboards are really cool too. They're very like cyberpunk where they're, um, you know, they're like digital billboards that we have, but look cooler because who's, like they, who's that guy? <laughs> There's just a guy on a billboard. <laughs> Maybe he's like a newscaster or something from CNN. Um, yeah, I did, I, for the listener, I just showed a picture of like one of the billboards in the game, and that is just like a very like dapper, dour, and dapper looking <laughs> man with a long blue tie. I guess I should have dumped the textures in here. I did recognize the infoma. Uh, yeah, I, I did notice that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also like a weird like baby bottle looking that's drink. Oh, that's, that's shout, shout okay. baby. Oh yeah, shout, uh, but, shout, drink it all down. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's some like cool like logos and stuff that again just look like Splatoon logos of like clothing brands or whatever or stickers that you put on your locker. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, little catwalks. Like we're on the roofs now, but uh. We also see like rails, I guess, like for transporting. Yeah. Either utility or like public transit or whatever. There's yeah. like sets of rails everywhere. Um. So um, we can get a couple items like material, like three thrust bearings, and we can also get a new weapon for Hope, which is the uh, Vidofnir. Yeah. Vidofnir. yeah. Which I don't think uh, I don't think I changed to it. I forget what the what the difference is for that. It, oh, yeah. it, oh it, it gives you more defense maintenance, but since I have like a level five of my other weapon, I kind of just handy. kept I, that. I didn't switch to that. Yeah. So. Not until you like, you know, upgrade it. Yeah. That's at the point now where you, when you get something new, it's like it's still level one and you're just like, well, I'm already using this one. That's Yeah, I've already dumped so much <laughs> right. into it. I think, I think I accidentally later on in this chapter when we're playing as Fang again, I had a lot of materials and I was like, let me try and see if I can get to the times three, which you can get. And mm. I had some good materials to use on that. So with Fangs, I immediately went with her weapon from level one to level 15. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'm just married to this weapon for her now for <laughs> the foreseeable future. And uh, awesome. as, as I was doing that, Zwanzig actually told me that at this point in the run, they have like four characters with like a fully upgraded power wrist and they ah. have like level 20 weapons for like four of them. Like I keep forgetting to upgrade my accessories, not just the weapons. Yeah. But like, uh, like previous guest Corey has said, uh, you can get through just fine without upgrading at all if you want yeah. to. So, yeah. you know, it's just, uh. Choose your own uh, adventure, I guess. I didn't have enough, uh, like, uh, organic material at this point. Like, I, I, I've run out completely. So until we start fighting some more monsters, like, I'm pretty much just not upgrading. Yeah. We're walking through a bunch of, uh, of uh, catwalks. It, it is hard to avoid some encounters here. This is where I got into the Velocite. Uh, the uh what's it called the the falco velocicle and um the aerial sniper yeah, fight, a which just that's a tough fight me, that taught me how to, like that was tougher than like boss battles that i've fought like oh, yeah. i was like jesus christ like i think i died on that one too yeah just kept getting gatling gunned and then i was like oh okay i know what the game's telling me now <laughs> got gat interesting i'm seeing someone else has evade i didn't notice but i just saw it pop up in this fight for me oh okay so if it was Hope, he wasn't fucking using it because he kept dying. I was say maybe Snow has it. Yeah, Snow that. might have it as well, depending on, on how far along you are in the uh, Crystarium. Which I will say, like, for Snow, when I got him back in the party, and he has, like, the fucking 30,000 Crystarium points or whatever, like, I just maxed his Crystarium out, so I haven't been 
leveling him up at all because every time I go check, I'm just like, oh, he's still full. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Snow does have evade because he hops out of the way and it says evade. So I guess that's just oh, a, nice. passive, a passive skill, just like uh, cool. just like launch. Yeah, it comes in handy a lot. There's another billboard. It, it almost looks just like a, a poster on the wall. It's like a red one with like a a, a, a sexy lady like silhouette. Ooh. Sitting a little provocatively. It's just the silhouette, but in my pal and polem, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a good place for family values. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a chest that you can find. Like it's it's again, since we're just we can operate off of the mini map, there's a lot of like obvious paths that are dead ends that you're like, there's gonna be a chest at the end of this. And this is where I got like ambushed by that difficult fight, but it was worth it because at the end of uh the pathway here, there was a chest that had two thousand gill in it. <laughs> Let's go. So I'm like, I'll fight ten of those fucking things for that. Uh, I was running down the catwalk and trying to avoid the fight with um, one of the the aerial snipers and like just running around it. But again, they're super mobile, so he was able to get into the encounter with me. But when he did, and it started triggering like the the animation to zoom in and show like that it was starting, it just like kind of hung there with him like getting ready for the battle and Snow being like, "Oh, I got caught by surprise!" But it's him holding his gun like up to the back of Snow's head, and I'm just like, <laughs> "So he would have won!" Like that's just like <laughs> game over. Like that's he as wins. preemptive strike as you could have. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's no getting around that. I'll send you guys a picture of it because it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah either way we kind of make across these like i guess tracks and access like catwalks utility platforms or whatever we're in riviera towers that's the area we're in yeah yeah we come out of an alleyway and into this like square and then a cutscene begins yeah yeah kind of a, a views a viewing spot where someone can kind of just come hang out right right um pretty wide and open which doesn't, you know, in, in most of these games means there's probably a fight going to happen. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as they're walking, uh, Hope is like, Snow, I wanted to ask you something. You were saying you wanted a family, but what if they were taken from you? And like, what would you do? And he's like, well, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd go take them back. I'd take them like, back. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, well, what if you couldn't? And what if you knew who was responsible for it? And he's like... Oh, I guess there'd be trouble then. <laughs> yeah, it, it's getting really tense. Hope is obviously very like he's he's finally, he has an answer for everything. He's finally gotten his confidence to do what he has been wanting to do. Yeah, I feel like he's trying to get those like final answers. Like if he's gonna kill Snow, he's like getting the you got final one more chance to not him. be a dipshit, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do you have a good reason for all this? Like, what is your answer for everything yeah. you put me through? Right. I do we do we talk about how it starts where uh, he's asking if Hope's okay? And what yeah, he, yeah he he does go. Did you hit your head or something? <laughs> like he's like a really goofy, like Looney Tunes ass like animation, arms crossed, like <laughs> trying to get different like angle views of him and stuff. That's like, a very yeah, very anime thing too. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes just has the hands behind his head, just like not worrying about a damn thing. And yeah, but yeah, like we're immediately interrupted by this. Uh, by what? What are we interrupted by exactly? We are interrupted by uh, Asuka's Ava unit, but it has wings <laughs> that are flapping. It, it, we're, I, I, we're interrupted by the Hellkite Drake from fucking Dark Souls One. <laughs> I feel like this game, like per enemy capita, has the most like indescribable beasts or whatever like like yeah. most final fantasies i can be like oh it kind of looks like this but 13 is just like every time we fight a boss it's just like well 
It's a giant mass of steel and flesh, and there's really no way to describe it looks, what it is. I feel like the designers just like, I have all these extra Gundam parts. Here's some glue. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all just kit bashed together. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like if you took the rack. It's, like it's like a tilter, but like the digi evolution of a tilter. Yeah. You know what it looks yeah, like? It yeah. looks like the precepts guard, or what was it called? The the uh, guard is the FF102. In Final Fantasy X, the guy who we fight in Xanarkand on the six different platforms around him oh mm, yeah the, the sanctuary yeah. guardian or whatever Say, yeah 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 I, I only know that because that's the name of a boss in dark souls and i was like oh <laughs> I, I might have just also named it incorrectly <laughs> but yeah it looks like it looks tilter adjacent because of just kind of how buggy buggy it is but it's quite yeah. large it can flap it has a halo it has it. a big like steel halo this is the next evolved form of shedinja from uh pokemon <laughs> <laughs> but it's called the usham or Ushamgal subjugator yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing about Snow's attacks in this one specifically, they're all incredibly short range. So I get a lot of different combos where like Snow would jump up into the air and miss like three times. And I'd be like, Snow! Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Zwan Zwanzig was does saying. Does he have a grenade? No, he doesn't have a grenade. He, I saw him using napalm and I was really confused. Oh my God, that. Yeah. <laughs> what if, yeah, this thing's just shooting grenades at us. Like, how's it feel, Snow? <laughs> um, yeah, this. Uh, I think the, uh, the speedrunners just call this Ushu. Because yeah. uh, Ushamgal like is uh, quite a mouthful. Ush yeah, I think Gal is its own syllable. So like Ushamgal, I don't know. Where the freaking name Ushamgal? So Ushamgal. This dude is, is that, real. Sounds fast. like a Hollow Knight thing. Oh, it's a Sumerian name. Mm -hmm. Okay, makes sense. But yeah, he uses a uh, skill Napalm a lot. Like oh, and by a lot, I mean like over and over, constantly. He is using yeah. it the whole time. Um, but Hope does have Bar Fire. And protect mm -hmm. and shell. And so you can throw a bunch of effects up on Snow and Hope. Like, I don't know that I had to heal in this whole fight because I had bar fire, protect and shell up the whole time. And yeah. like, it pretty much ruins this guy's attacks. Like, at that I, point. I definitely had to heal quite a bit. I was kind of jumping back and forth. Uh, and there were certain times where just the way my paradigms were set up, I had to like use snow to just throw some potions to keep hope alive. Mm -hmm. um, and, but. If you if you make sure that your buffs are up the whole time, it's not too difficult. Yeah. Or, yeah. or your uh, your defenses, I guess, instead of buffs. Um, it does have a move that's called Overdrive, which will. Um, I oh, think it, it gives it the ability to use that fucking tail hammer. Yeah, so it really ups its physical attacks. Where in, right. if you if you do a scan of it, you can see that it it has the possibility of dealing a very rough physical attack, and that's that tail hammer attack. Yeah, that's right. I guess I did <laughs> heal during this, but like not very much. Like it, it wasn't too deadly. I'm watching my playthrough of it, and at one point I did a paradigm shift. As <laughs> <laughs> I did a paradigm shift right as it was using tail hammer on Hope. So like as the camera fixes itself and it says paradigm shift, you just see Hope like ragged, like completely like limp, just falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> um, this is the first battle that I got 999% stagger on. Holy so I shit. maxed out the stagger bar and like Snow's physical attack when he would jump up in the air and hit him, he would do like seven to eight thousand damage. That's I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> I think the highest I got was uh, 50 or 570. Mm. I think I had to stagger it twice as well. I think I had to do it twice. It staggers so. pretty quickly. It has like a lowish stagger point. It's like 150, yeah. for which for a boss isn't too bad. So we kill it. 
and it explodes and it's gone forever we presume <laughs> uh, yeah it, it drops an abominable wing yes which I immediately put onto Fang's weapon which I don't know if that I didn't realize that it was the boss drop so maybe I shouldn't have done that but hey we'll find <laughs> out later yeah, but fuck uh, it. It, it was worth it because I got to fucking level 15 but yeah it, it doesn't die it doesn't explode it's or halo glows and it pisses off <laughs> yeah it just kind of takes off and we're like okay cool like snow like cheers he's like oh yeah it's like dude if that dragon that was just attacking you that close to a town that you were trying to save everyone from just took off i don't think i would be like yeah like, <laughs> we did it go i mean it is snow so it makes sense and then we get good cutscene good cutscene real good cutscene yeah hope is winded um He's like, hey, man, if you need a break, uh, let's why don't we do it over there? Yeah. And kind of this area reminds me of like a posh, like a downtown high rise in like Philadelphia. And we're like the roof has like a swimming pool and like a little like hangout area kind of thing. Because there's got, like vending machines here and shit. they got cool ass vending machines, too. There's they a do. little like sheep. A lamb. I wrote, yeah, I wrote like that in my lamb. notes. I was like cute little sheep. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to read what the brand is called. Um, real on. real it's, hip looking. Um but it's really funny uh snow just gets a a soda yeah shoves it forward he's like hey you thirsty like handing it to hope yeah and hope's just like i'm not thirsty (laughs) and he like doesn't know what to do with it he like he like tries to hand it to hope hope's like i'm not thirsty and he's like okay it's called moco moco for loco for moco (laughs) For, for moco so I know in Japanese, and correct me if I'm incorrect, Curtis, but ko usually means like a baby version of something. Uh, it can so be like, oftentimes like the name ender for. I guess it would have to be in the or... in the front of it, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's so like, like Ko Inuko ko, ko or, for a yeah. puppy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Snow uh, does not, you know, Hope doesn't want the soda that uh, Uncle Snow I, just bought him. So he's, he's like, okay, well, you know, someone's got to drink it. The, the way he says okay is so it. funny, too, because he's like, okay. He's like, damn. <laughs> he like, doesn't know what to do. Damn, I've tried everything to get through this kid. I've tried making jokes. I've tried saying adults are stupid. I've tried giving <laughs> just, him a soda pop. People who get killed deserve it. I've tried, like, I've tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> we tried nothing, and, and we're hey, all, we're all ideas. out of ideas. This uh, is uh, yeah. So he's like against the uh, the railing, kind of looking over the uh, the center of Palampolum, and Hope looks up and kind of through association remembers his uh, his, his mother when sh- he was here. I think. Yeah, Do you I'm, think I'm, this has to be like what two days now since his mom died? Like, exactly. like how does time pass in this game? Exactly two days. So it's day 15. So I guess I'm just going to bring it up now because I, I th- we're about to get to the point, I think, where Curtis is going to be like, OK, officially Team Snow. Yeah, yeah, Team Snow now. It's fine. Everyone always gives him shit because the game is always, like, I feel like, Curtis, you were saying, like, the game just <laughs> keeps telling me this dude's cool. You got to like this dude. This dude's cool. On the contrary, I think the game is always telling you don't like this guy. This guy sucks. Everyone hates this guy. He's bad. But all of his actions are like, it's been two days since, like, the entire world got shaken. <laughs> I know. In an unthinkable way. And this dude who was always all talk and just like uh, the, the fuck up who's like the guardian core like lackey who's just like, no, we make our own rules and we protect the town our own way. Like no one took him seriously. He immediately stepped up and fought the fucking army. And got and everybody did not killed. <laughs> he didn't get everybody killed. The army was ki- actively killing everybody. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they would have died anyway, if, but they, he definitely like, led them he, to an earlier grave than they well, would have Well, for had. sure. For sure. But I mean, you know what I mean? He did something. I guess like, that's the thing is he consistently... Shows that he's inept at it. 
Like, do, for sure. And <laughs> and for someone who wants to be the leader and always striving to be the leader, that's definitely not a good quality. But yeah. at the same time, it's like all of this shit happened it in a matter well. of... <laughs> So like day eight, day seven or whatever is when this kind of all started coming to a head for him. He's only yeah. had like a week of prep to get out of yeah. like being like, okay to be a shithead. I'll be the leader where the stakes aren't high to being like, oh, <laughs> all of the stakes are the highest they've ever been. He needs that. He needs that T-shirt that says like, I'm not the stepfather. I'm the father, the that, father stepped that stepped up. up. <laughs> he's, he's standing there smiling and, and, and like thumbs up. <laughs> And Hope is just next to him, like, yeah, yeah, knife, he's like looking <laughs> awful, like, <laughs> looking like so pissed. But yeah, I mean, again, I think that it's important, like, it's easy to look at this game and be like, oh, okay, this character, here's his motivation, here's his, the way he acts, and I hate him. And in the same way with Hope, like, we can get no, I think he is a piece the, of shit, but like, all the shit everybody the here is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, but it's also important to remember the setting. And like, for us, it's been like 15, 20 hours or whatever. So we've, and, and like, M months, months and months, yeah. months and months of us like dissecting this but it's like dude i like i've had five days in a row where i've done literally absolutely nothing <laughs> so it's like trying to keep that in mind throughout all yeah of this. no absolutely absolutely but yeah so hope kind of just remembers and he has um this recollection of his mom and alex i think you were trying to say like an actor trying to do a child's voice because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sounds like this is a problem and they just like why did you just you could have just hired like a three-year-old or like he's supposed to sound like he's like five or something like that, but it just sounds like him doing a kid's voice like, mommy, yeah. mommy. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know. Yeah, not great. <laughs> just just grab one of like the female voice actors to do, a, you know, a younger kid voice like they always do in anime. Yeah. yeah. Instead of making the poor kid who plays Hope sound like he's five. Yeah, but that that's kind of what pushes Hope you know to his breaking point and he just he just says snow and, and snow is like just slammed the the can of like energy drink or whatever of the monster, the white monster energy drink uh, <laughs> yeah. can that he has and i was like uh-oh i might have to cancel snow here because he's gonna litter and he just <laughs> throws no, he it, but he throws it right into the trash it. can maybe before sinks that it. though like as like hope's addressing him he does turn around like and just burps yeah he <laughs> <does>. <laughs> <laughs> i was like we're about to have a really emotional moment it's <laughs> yeah. a big fucking belch snow <sighs> What do you plan to do? I need to know. I told you. Save Sarah, protect Cocoon, and have myself a big happy family. Still, it's a long road ahead. Yeah, but whatever okay. happens, things yeah, will work says, themselves out. He says, or maybe not such a long road, as he's looking at his parents. Oh, that's he's, right. Yeah, yeah and then he says, like, yeah, things... things yeah, time's ticking. Whatever <laughs> happens doesn't matter. Things always work themselves out. Even if you're a lassie, you've got to keep fighting. And that's when he, like, sinks the fucking... Fucking the incredible. Drink. All the way across the court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just, like, nails it into the, uh... What, like, the, the trash can? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Hope's, like... Yeah, well, what if your actions end up ruining someone's life? Like, what happens then? Oh, yeah, like, this is, like, really, like, I think this is the part that, like, cuts through. Like, I'm, I'm curious what the Japanese is, because it just seems like... Yeah, it, uh, it, it, like, the first line is, and what if that gets people around you involved? Which, like, just completely took the breath out of him. And then, yeah, Snow just, like, his smile just disappears, and he's like, yeah. oh, shit. And he, like, thinks about it. Yeah, yeah. what happens <laughs> if your actions end up ruining someone's life? Mm -hmm. What if someone dies? What then, Snow? And then, like, Snow is speechless. Yeah, and all this time yeah, we're and, seeing Yeah, and Snow flashes. remembers all the people he's gotten, like, in trouble, like, throughout the course of his... 
Yeah. All, even the younger members of Nora and stuff like that. He's yeah. Thinking, yeah. thinking about because we, as far as we know, they're just completely obliterated with Hanging Edge just collapsing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he probably he probably just like completely like just like compartmentalizing. <laughs> right. Right. Put that in the back uh, to not think about right now. Exactly. Yeah. And it's all just like gotta go. Like gotta keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah, each of the each of these questions are just like really cutting into snow, and he's he's visually very affected by it. Yeah, and and hope like is like yelling at him. He's like, "How do you pay for what you've done?" And Snow turns around and finally like loses his composure because he's always like so cool, right? Like even yeah. under pressure, mm-hmm. but he finally like loses it and he like slams his hands on the uh, the handrail that's like overlooking the uh, the city, and he just says, "I can't, all right, I can't." He's like, yeah. "There's nothing that can make something like that right again." Mm-hmm. When someone's dead, when someone's gone, words are useless. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, and hopes uh, like so. That's it. People dying. You just run away. Yeah. And Snow like slams his hand yeah, he, again. He slams his fist down. And before all of this, the last person that he thought of that he, you know, that when Hope was saying all of this that he was thinking about, was yeah, he saw was uh, Nora. Nora. Yeah, yeah, he saw Hope's mom. Yeah, yeah. Through through all this, all we do, yeah, we do see flashbacks of like Sarah and uh, yeah. and Nora the the group not and but we, yeah we do see Nora the person yeah yeah through his mind but yeah Snow's saying like yeah I don't know how to fix it like like it's it's all my fault but I don't know how to fix it where do you start what do you say all I can do is go forward again kind of a trend that we've seen with other characters you know that's mm-hmm. the same sort of thing that Hope is doing like he can't think of anything else he just mm-hmm. has to keep going forward on his mission same way that lightning has always been her life when she was having her like crisis moment and stuff yeah and he says uh keep keep fighting and surviving until I can find the answers I need and then Hope says, like, there are no answers. Like, you're running away from and what you And the music deserve. is hitting a fucking, like, pitch during that point when he's like, there mm-hmm. are no answers. Like, yeah. the violins are coming in and it's very emotional. It's so good. Yeah, but and when he says, like, you're, you're running from what you deserve, Snow says, well, why don't you tell me what I deserve? And Hope says, the same fate. And this I, is so good because they are just like at this point just yelling like while Snow's like facing away from Hope because like Snow can't bear to look at him. Yeah, right. Yeah. But Hopefully, Les had a big burst of like, I guessing, Lissy energy. Like, I thought, like, oh shit, is he gonna have to like? Get I, his idol? I thought this was Idolin I, I, I time. I was like, yo, yeah. Idolin time, baby. Nope, but it's not, yeah. <laughs> confusingly, but br- no. But it does do quite a bit of damage because it just blows out the railing that Snow is was leaning against. <laughs> it knocks him <laughs> over the right. Yeah, he like, yeah, yeah. He used uh, the force, the force uh, spell from Dark Souls. He just fucking area of effect pushes him away. Yeah. There's like fi- there's flames and shit on the ground now too. Yeah, yeah. no, it's pretty badass. Uh, but yeah, the th- the force of his little like burst like pushes snow off the edge, and so snow's like hanging onto the edge of this building with like one hand, right? Mm-hmm. And we also see a Psycom like just big fucking ship hovering above us as this is happening. Yeah, one of the gunships we saw in the beginning. I think Rush was on as well when we were. Yeah. briefly seeing him in the FMV. Yeah, but uh, we kind of get a, a, a shot from Snow's perspective, like looking up as he's like trying to hold on to this edge here and he just sees Hope with the knife and he says... Embers flying everywhere. Yeah. And super sa- dramatic. Nora Estime. She was my mother. And she died because of you. You. You're the one she meant. Snow like is starting it's all starting to click he puts it together he's starting to put it together and he's like you like you're the one that she meant and and like as he's saying this hope like puts two hands on the blade and and is about to like bring it down and just like (laughs) cut snow down so that he falls to his death and um 
Snow's just like, hope, and then a <laughs> bunch of missiles just fly out from the thing, and it 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 happens right, like, it, it pushes Hope over the edge, and Snow also starts falling and just grabs Hope and hugs him and, like, protects him as they're falling, and he he breaks the fall so that Hope <laughs> he he doesn't... He hits everything on the way down. <laughs> it's like Homer <laughs> Simpson on the gorge. <laughs> yeah, like Homer Simpson on the gorge. Hope gore. was gonna fucking do it, too, yeah. which is, like, what makes us, like, I thought he would, like, chicken out, but it looked like if it no, weren't for he that was, fucking, he was like, interference. Definitely yeah, gonna yeah, do yeah. it. Um, but, and again, Hope uh, like Snow saw this and saw like the murder in his eyes and still was just like, no, I, I have to save this kid. Like that's the promise yeah, that I made yeah. to his mother. Like that was her, fu- her dying wish. He stands by his word. Yeah, yeah of right, course. Right. Like no matter that's what. Why, that's why he's a cool dude. I think. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he, he uh, breaks the fall. He breaks through like a glass, like, uh, like little He breaks the gra- glass ceiling. Yeah. He breaks the glass ceiling <laughs> finally, proving that moms are tough um, <laughs> and just kind of keeps falling and rolling and then hits a bunch of boxes that are just uh, at the ground level and, and they both mm-hmm. bounce off and then he's just, they're both kind of laying there. Yeah. And that's the end of that scene, baby. Yeah. Ooh, my heart, my soul. And what a scene. And what then a scene. Then we get another cutscene. <laughs> yeah, we, we get to save our progress here. Yeah, do we want to keep going? How much time we have? Yeah, let's do the Fang flashback and Okay. Uride Gorge. Which I think is good. I think it's uh, a good it's way Uride. To... Yeah. No, <laughs> Uride, yeah. I, I was listening back to the Corey episode and I was like, oh my god, I've been saying Uride the whole time. It's I've been calling her Uride. I've been calling her Cramble or <laughs> Crandall. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, so Snow's dead. <laughs> yeah, so Snow and Hope are fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, but we uh, we're we're back at day five now. Yes, we're at the was it Uriday Gorge Energy Plant. We're inside it. This yeah, time. and yeah. we have. Well, I mean, we saw briefly, I guess, from uh, Saz's point of view a little bit, but we and from Dodge's point of view, kind of. We saw mm-hmm. so from someone's mm-hmm. point of view. Um, but I think this is after that like yeah this is this is right after this happened and uh we we have a after dodge get brand we have a voiceover from fang so not in the moment um that we're watching but it it seems like she's explaining this to lightning Mm -hmm. when we came out of crystal stasis we didn't remember our focus or what we'd done all we could do was wander cocoon looking for what we'd lost like, what is a JRPG without a character with amnesia, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is an interesting idea, though, that they couldn't remember what their focus was. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And then we have in the in the scene itself, Vanille saying, let's give up. Forget our focus. We don't need I it. Do, I love Vanille so much. <laughs> she's, like, she's being like a little bratty, like, mm-hmm. forget our focus. We don't need it. She's like just pouting and like just throwing her arms down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that and, like, like Vanille's like, like idiot <laughs> first. Like, I, I feel um, I feel like a, a personal connection to Vanille because like. The first thing she thinks when things get hard is like, ah, fuck this shit. Let's just give up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you know exactly. what? Me too. <laughs> Big time relate. This is hard. <laughs> I Especially love after up. the last the last couple of years we've had, like, <laughs> done like, with my this God, shit. dude, giving up sounds great. <laughs> Especially after a few hundred years of sleeping. Yeah, because like, like, we're like, guys, I just want to go back to bed. I have so, <laughs> so many eye boogers. I have so much crust on my eyelids right now. We don't we don't know how many, uh, you know, what they had to do for their focus that they completed and entered crystal stasis, you know? Like, we don't know how rough or difficult that was. I'm imagining right, right. it's difficult. But it's like anytime there's like, like recently with like Stranger Things, like the newer season came out and it's like at the end of it and it's like setting up for the season after that. And I'm like, dude, imagine going through half of the shit that these people have 
had to go through and then being like, oh, we got another probably worse adventure ahead of us. Let's that, go. I'm like, I feel like that actually like hammers in how cruel the system is, because I think that is like one of the the I don't want to say themes, but like the c- continuing um, points that the game brings up is how like cruel fate is. Right. Yeah. And like you have these people who like suffered the cruelest fate of being made a sea where their options are to die or die or become a monster. And yeah. like they did it. They succeeded somehow. And their reward is like a h- hundreds of years a of sleep. A much worse one, yeah. And then they have to do it again. Like, oh my god, that's so cruel. Yeah, yeah you're even you're still on contract. Like, oh, if something else comes up, we'll call, we'll bring you back or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see who complete their focus are just on call. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if it's um if there's any like religious elements to it, like you know, like Buddhism and like the cycles and, mm. and reincarnation and that kind of stuff. Or like, I'm not too familiar with Shintoism, but I'm wondering if there's some elements of that that are kind of being presented here in in this you know fantastical way Um, but i imagine there's got to be something with that of just like the never-ending suffering that can kind of happen and having to overcome it or whatever who knows someone smarter than i probably knows but yeah after vanille says uh forget our focus we don't need it like fang just like just digs into her like you idiot like we don't need it look if we don't figure out and pull it off you're gonna become a thief yeah and, and Vanille, of course, is feeling conflicted because of just the thing that happened to Dodge. Yeah. Like, it's just making that young kid a sea. It's not right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so does this mean that they turned him into a, a sea? They yeah. did accidentally because yeah. uh, when the... Just by like being a bystander? Just by them. being in this area, the Falci sensed them and yeah. sensed them... The co- it's a cocoon Falci or a Sanctum Falci. A, a Sanctum like, Falci, exactly. exactly. And right. they thought it was in danger because it, it sensed them. And so it was like, ooh, I need somebody to defend me. And it and it created a Lissi out of Dodge. And, but we don't know why they were here yet, though. Right. Um, it, it actually, like, even though they don't say it in this, as soon as this scene over, is over, the data log does tell us why they're here. Oh, so um, is it the event data log or? Because uh, I, I was checking the people uh, data logs after this and nothing had updated. It's the 13 days data log. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't read. That oh, it talks me. about this day. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It, it basically says like what happens is so they the reason that the vestige was found is because they woke up in it and that reactivated it. And that's what allowed like Sarah to find the. The Earl Dodge to find the vestige and Sarah to get lost in it. Fang's planet to infiltrate the energy plant with Vanille and recover the memory of their focus ended in failure. They were thinking uh. by by going and speaking to a foul seer being near one, they could try to remember what their focus was. Because after they woke up in the vestige, they were like, okay, well, we're still branded, so we're still on the clock, but we don't know what we're supposed to do, and it's been a hundred years. How to find out? The only way we can think is to go find a fallacy and like either ask it or maybe being around one will. What's easier than going to the one that's like open to the public? Yeah, yeah, and that one's open to the public, so they go to Uriday. Yeah, okay, makes sense. And um, yeah, and we we also know that this kind of was a domino effect because um, Dodge was very sensitive to to things from Pulse, as we learned mm. in the data log. So he kind of sensed them as well. So he was like, "Yo, we yeah. need to go there. I want to go there, Dad." And then it was kind of just you know, like, right. You know, either really unfortunate circumstances or what you would call fate or one and the same or neither. You know, it doesn't really matter. These are the events that happened as they happened. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, Vanille says it's not fair. It's not right. And Fang's like, yeah, it's unfair. But guess what? We grin and bear it like good. Let's see. Yeah. Or the fallacy starts making more Mm -hmm. like that girl the other day. Yeah. Dot, 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 dot. So 
maybe Sarah. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm it's guessing. Amanda, yeah. yeah. Wow. So they, they, oh, that's right. They meant Godot mentioned that they were over by the. Yes. By the Godot well. mentions he's like there are two weird looking girls like or yeah wearing weird clothes at the vestige. I wonder what they were up to. So they met Sarah as well. Uh, which also like every cutscene with Vanille seeing Sarah. Actually, Sarah didn't even see Vanille, so like I know I was rewatching like oh yeah like she didn't actually like see or they didn't see each other. Yeah. But Vanille saw Sarah like oh shit. Um, it doesn't matter what our focus is. We do it whether we like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of see why Vanille is like yeah she she has those like scenes where she seems offended or whatever by people talking about Lassie, but she also seems like very guilty the whole time. Yeah. She's like asking Saz, like, oh, do you really hate us? Or like, you know, this wasn't really the army's fault. Like, she clearly like blames herself. Even for though all like these all this Lasiche terror is like following them everywhere they go. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so like So they probably feel guilt for like this this vanilla especially. Like, the purge might be because of them. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like I mean, if you were if something like completely outside of your control happened and it caused like the army to mobilize and start doing all this horrible stuff. But like at the heart of it, even though it, you had no way of controlling it or, or even like avoiding it or anything, like it would, it would happen no matter what, like it, there's still going to be guilt that comes from that. Like it's going to be unavoidable to have guilt. Right. Right. But yeah, they, they kind of make a plan or well, Fang makes a plan for Vanille sort of, she's like, I'll hold them off here. Cause the soldiers are coming. And she like kind of pushes her into an elevator and is like, you just run, go wherever, because no matter where you go, I will find you like later. Which I thought was yeah, very we, nice. We, I was like, we do what we've got to we do what we got to do to get ourselves off this filthy world. Yeah, this filthy world. <laughs> I love that. Because like, again, we like we always think of Pulse as being the disgusting hell universe. Right. And yeah. so it's it's fun to see like Fang and Vanille be like, oh, my God, we're on Cocoon, the filthy hell universe. Like, yeah. this is a terrible I, place. Yeah, all right. Later, there's I think I'm not sure. Probably not going to get to it this episode, but the Fang does mention like some of the propaganda that Pulse has been fe- feeding them. Yeah. Yeah. The, the vipers in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So like it goes both ways, kind of like they're, they they just Pulse and Cocoon just fucking hate each other. But yeah. it's, it's funny. So as Fang uh, puts Vanille kneel in the in the elevator to you know have her go off on her own as she stops the soldiers uh she like pushes three buttons and i'm like do you know how to work that like, it looks like you gotta... <laughs> yeah, and then she just one and then she just destroys it yeah i love that she just gently kind of tips over vanille's on her butt and yeah then, like backflips away his three buttons and then just stabs it so it's just like it's getting force closed no one's following Vanille up and Vanille is not coming back down and it's sad because when it closes on her she's like fang don't leave me <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's yeah, so sad. It's very sad. Fang has a really nice smile, though, like because you know she's she's doing what's best for Vanille in this moment. Like, yeah, she's looking out for her. She's cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. but yeah, she's she just like reminds us like I'm not letting you become a Seath. Yeah, you're not going to end up a Seath. And then she kind of just runs off, and we see some soldiers chasing after her. And she says, "You boys coming or not? Your fight's right here." <laughs> Swings her staff, really cool. And then uh, by the time I she t- does kind of a lightning kind of flip as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah, the backflip out of the elevator—it's really good. <laughs> um, but she says, uh, "By the time I took care of them all, Vanille was long gone. After that, Reigns and his cavalry found me. I never stopped searching for Vanille, but I couldn't find her." I, I love the idea that Fang is like. 
all right, Vanille, just just run away and go go somewhere, go somewhere safe, and I'll find you. And Vanille's like, I'm gonna get on the train to get purged. Yeah, I'm going back to. <laughs> this Pulse, seems baby. like the the good idea. Going back to Pulse, that sounds great. I'm out of here. Like maybe yeah. she like authentically. Yeah, she must like. Really yeah, maybe thought. she believed it. Yeah, she's like, oh, purged <laughs> Pulse, great. I want to go. How fortuitous. <laughs> they finally yeah. opened up a, a line. That's great. Like. <laughs> How progressive. <laughs> but yeah, she says like, oh, I, I couldn't find Vanille or our focus. Yeah. I'm curious how much of uh, Vanille's relationship that Lightning has like disclosed to Fang. Because like Fang's always talking about Vanille, but Vanille hasn't been part of the party since Violet Peaks. So yeah. 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 If I'm sure, I mean, this is a lot of stuff they don't bother explaining because it's stuff we already know. But so I think we're just going to assume that the, the main cast already knows as well. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, It'd be very bloated if they had to explain like everything that has happened. Well, I imagine between. that like <laughs> you know like Lightning and Hope don't know about the stuff that Saz has disclosed, you know, or uh, yeah, right. it's like oh hey, I know yeah. Vanille or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> unless yeah, they yeah, all yeah, have right. unless they all have access to the data logs, like they all have access to the potions. <laughs> <laughs> right, they all share one. But now we kind of shift over to um, you know Lightning and Fang it, after this story was told, and uh, Lightning says, "So you're telling me Sarah will come back to life someday too?" And we also see some you know soldiers milling around as it's it's showing us where they are. They're like under and this is an uh, I think where we started with uh, Hope and Snow because I see like the upper corridor. It's the into, um, yeah. the Eastern Promenade. It's the same area. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But they're like under. They're on some catwalks underneath the street, kind of out of sight and uh, sound of the uh, the soldiers who are doing kind of patrol. Yeah, and uh, Fang says, "Yep, we didn't do our job right. That's why it made her a lassie. We messed up." Sorry. And, uh, you know, Lightning's a very understanding person, so when she gets a a genuine, authentic apology, she's going to react well. Um, She just kind of walks up to Fang and smacks the fucking shit out of her. The shit out of her. Backhands her, dude. Backhands her. (laughs) I love the the reverb, like the actual, like, shockwave of the, uh, it disturbs some birds, so some of the soldiers above that are patrolling, like, sea birds go flying off. Yeah, I think they, like, hear it, and they're like, the fuck was that? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was a, yeah but like fang just takes like a champ and he's like is that it mm-hmm. <laughs> just like like are you done yeah kind of and then lightning's like you sure you better, sure hope, better so. hope so <laughs> but whether so we're square that's up to sarah <laughs> and then fang has the deepest cut i was like yeah to, i was like you slice are lightning down in you were, one I was statement like, be careful she just hit you and you're 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 <laughs> on thin ice already but she says you sound exactly like snow oh and dude lightning's face is like Ugh, like she hates it so much. Yeah, and she, she he, and he didn't hit me. Yeah, and Lightning yeah, like pouts yeah. off a little bit. Yeah, and she crosses like her arms. Yeah. Fucking got her right, ass. Like, Lightning is like, wait, he already knows about this. <laughs> yeah. And Fangs is like, whoo, whoa, that was a load off. Yeah, gla- glad I apologized. And Lightning's like, wait, you only apologize so that you'd feel better. And Fangs like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> How about yeah. you? How about you? Feeling any better now that you hit me? And Lightning said, it didn't change anything. And Fang just says, yeah, tell that to my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fang. Fang's so great. <laughs> She's a tough cookie. I love, I love that, like, like, I feel like um, what's fun about having Fang and Lightning paired up right now is that Lightning for the whole game thus far has been, like, the pragmatic utilitarian. You know, like, very, like, no emotions, military feeling only, right? But 
as time goes on, we show that like, oh, there's something a little bit more angry going on with Lightning. And now like she's met with an actual pragmatist, like somebody who like doesn't have all like the pent up rage as well. Who's like, no, I'm just as efficient at killing, but I actually like, have control of my emotions. Yeah, I think Lightning yeah, definitely has some insecurity and Fang just seems very like, I mean, we'll find out later that she's like driven by kind of you know her love and uh, affection for her for Vanille yeah, yeah at least as like you know either either sister or otherwise but uh, yeah. I, I I love just, that I it, lo- instead of just like letting it, I need to like fight something to give myself some purpose or whatever like but Fang's like no oh, I got my pro- purpose whatever yeah, yeah she's I, so, I, like, I know what I'm fighting for motherfucker <laughs> yeah she's so like well adjusted I love it like <laughs> she's got like, a few screws like, loose but <laughs> yeah yeah like it's, it's just funny because like lightning has some of that like uh like Squall and FF8 where they're like too good so they can't connect with people like on a human level because of their like kind of like superhuman ability. But Fang is like better in every <laughs> in every way and also is very personable. And I think yeah. it's very funny seeing them together it's really good. <laughs> and like in the way that she challenges lightning in a way that no other character has. But yeah, we, we kind of get an establishment, uh, just quick little scene of Lightning saying, Felix Heights is up there, still a ways before we get to Hope's place. Fang's like, oh, we better pick it up. And uh, Lightning says, like, we'll head through that gate. Music. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, oh, we'll head through that gate. And it shows a shot of like the area that we need to go to next. And Fang's like, right. It's the same area that we've walked through already with Snow and Hope. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now it's golden hour. So we know yeah. that the day is yeah. disappearing. But I think uh, that's where we're going to leave it for today, right? I yeah, believe so. For me. Yeah. Good, good scene, dude. Real. We got farther than I thought we would, honestly. Yeah. There's a lot I wasn't sure where we would end. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very. There's a lot of good points, at least, because of uh, this kind of switch back and forth. And... We are at a point in the game, too, where, like, I don't want to stop playing, though. Where, mm-hmm. like, every week I'm just like, fuck, yep. I'm going to keep going. Yep. It's, it's nice. Really I've always been ahead of the homework the past couple of weeks because I've just been like, hey, I still got some time to play and I don't want to just stop. And I don't know where we're stopping, so I'm just going to keep going. Right, right. <laughs> I've been I've been replaying and uh, just to like fill in some gaps in the bilingual script I'm putting together. And uh, it's been cool re-seeing things now with the context after playing this chapter. Yeah. 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 It's it with, uh, like I said, with Vanille and Fang, all the knowledge that I knew, what well, I knew they knew. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. Good chapter. I mean, we're not even done with it. I I think it is chapter seven now. I I believe we've uh, we've been on chapter seven for a bit. I think chapter seven starts right when we get into Palampolum. Oh, yeah. So it's called interference. What we were talking about earlier. That's chapter seven. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Have you done the um, (laughs) there's a there's an extremely Call of Duty boss coming up. Cool. Very sick. We're like, yeah, we always talk about like how they were inspired by like those games and like the boss of that section is like, okay, I yes, that's this is a military shooter boss. I get it. It's cool. Well, Alex, do you want to uh, hit us with some unknowable ball of energy that knocks us off of the roof and then (laughs) proceed to try and stab us? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Masashi Amauzu, for a, a lots of different music this uh, episode. There's like some weird, like uh, all, all the music, some, something that sounded like Nero's boss fight from last game. Like I'm missing all these things, <laughs> like that just remind me of Dirge of Cerberus. Actually, yes. Um, yeah, I didn't even talk about it this time. Almost every part of this chapter that we've been playing does not have the battle music. the The music of the area continues into the the fight. It's, and it's so good. It's awesome. There's, I think when we're on like the rooftops, it's either when we were doing that with snow earlier or coming up, or I guess it's not coming up. No, I think we did cover it in this episode. It's just playing, uh, like 
guided by light like the entire time as we're in the overworld as yeah. well and it's like everything's so good like every song i i I, there were so many times when I was like, dude, this song is fucking awesome. It's really There's good. so many different songs of this chapter. Um, yeah, like when the aerial troopers show up, I think we get like some weirdly weird drum and bass stuff that remind me of like the fight with Nero. Yeah. And I noticed actually, like, I'm curious though of like how much of this soundtrack might be leftovers from Dirge because immediately after this scene that we just ended on, um, there's a hook in the uh, like a theme in the in the music that does sound like the um. Which is oh, like the yeah, dirge, yeah, like yeah. dirge motif, but it's in this in this song. <laughs> so pay attention. Final to that. Fantasy would never reuse a motif from an older game because yeah. usually they like they plug in like you know all the like the promise or blind by light and kind of plug that into the orchestral bit. It's so good. All the music. Either way, even if it is or isn't, I'm not gonna hearken it. But he's like, man, he fucking cranking out all this music. He's gonna make it work for this game. So good. Um, but yes, thank you, Masashi Amuzu. Um, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and your, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast if it's legal in your state. You can text us or call us at 530 Materia. You can find us at EveryFNFF on Twitter, Instagram, uh, join our Discord, and we also have a YouTube channel, which you can also subscribe and follow and comment and all that stuff. <laughs> and all the rest. And all the rest. And podcasting doesn't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye. I am a podcaster. I'm here to kill you all. (laughs) (laughs) I know podcasting doesn't make it right. (laughs) Bye. See you. Bye.